picture is set after a few crazy upsets. Hi there, everybody. Happy Monday morning. Welcome into Undisputed. I'm oh, yeah. Jen Hale. Oh, yeah. That is Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Hi, guys. I know what Was it a great weekend for me? Was it a great weekend for me and my nephew? You did not believe your lion eyes. I told you Detroit was going to knock off Green Bay and knock Aaron right out of the, the playoffs, and you didn't believe me, and you lost more dudes. And I told I'm you, sorry. What did I tell you? I said, your Cowboys would, I said, the most Cowboy thing ever would be what? Did you predict that? I don't think you predicted that. I, mean, I knew what y'all going to do. You did not know. Right now you're trying to revise history again. No, 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 they don't revise the history. Oh. This, History repeats itself. I kept telling you what y'all Who's gonna do. Who's your nephew? I didn't. You got Yo, so goat. You got so many oh, nephews oh, out there. I can't go count. Goat, you saw it. Boy, that fourth quarter is a little shaky. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Oh, no, we right. gonna talk about you. Let's talk about. Let's talk about your team. Let's. Ooh, I there is so much to unpack after yesterday's <laughs> game, gentlemen. But indeed, Shannon, let's start with Skip's Cowboys. America's team. Coming up well short of a win yesterday against the Commanders. It was a 26-6 loss. Dak Prescott went 14 of 37 with just one touchdown, plus a pick six in the defeat. Dallas didn't have much more success on the ground either. They only averaged 2.4 yards per carry. Shannon, on a scale of 1 to 10, how bad of a sign is this for the postseason hopes of the Cowboys? A uh, hundred. <laughs> we got to. Yeah, I don't know why you would keep doing a scale of one to ten. Skip, this is a hundred because you kept telling me uh, we haven't had that stinker of a game. I kept you, telling you. you That's going to be my first line when it was my turn. I was going to say, all year I brag about no stinkers. No stinkers. Yeah. You talked about we had that stinker against the that Broncos. We had a couple correct. of stinkers oh, here and there. The Raiders and the Cardinals yeah. and the Chiefs last yep. year going up. Yep. This is not the type of performance that you want heading into the playoffs. And Dak, seven straight games, he's thrown in at least one interception. He's tied for the league lead with 15 picks, and he missed five games. <laughs> it's safe to say he would have had that record all to himself had he played all 17 ball games. Skip it. Dallas should be really concerned. And we talked about this. You asked a couple of weeks ago, we asked, how much confidence do I have in Dak? I gave him a one. I said, but you guys, you're stuck with him. You ain't got no choice but to be 8, 9, 10, maybe that even 15. Is correct. So, but he looked awful. 14 to 37, as Jen mentioned. It was 14 of 37, that's a career low. What is it? 37.8%. Yeah, yeah. I'll round it up. Let's give him 38. Let, right. Let's be nice. Right. 128 little measly yards uh. and a pick six. Skip, you're going to need to tell me when it's your turn. What Him and, him and uh, Noah Brown got a pack. He is trying to get Noah Brown paid or something. There is no way in hell Noah Brown should have this many targets. CeeDee Lamb should be seething. As a matter of fact, CeeDee Lamb walked up the field on the third down. He said, man, I'm tired of y'all, boy. He did. He, did. <laughs> you he saw threw that up his hand and just walked off the field. A QBR of 14.8. Dak was 0 or 10 on tight window throws, which is the second uh, uh, such attempts without a completion in a single game since 2016 when he became the starter. Skip, he was just awful. But it wasn't just that. They couldn't run the football. Defense wasn't much better because no. Sam Howell, you know, he had a couple of drops that could have kept drives alive. McLaurin dropped one that could have kept a drive alive. He had a couple of drops that yeah. could have kept drives alive, and they could. this game could have looked much worse than what it did for the Cowboys. Yeah. But if I'm the Cowboys, I'm concerned. Um, yeah, they had three sacks yesterday, but the, the, the pressure that they're generating, it doesn't seem the same like it did the first half of the season when they were just all over everybody's quarterback. Yeah. And the quarterback had very li li limited time to throw the football. But yeah. Dallas went three and out, Skip, a whopping ten times. <sighs> ten times! 
and generated what? Three second half first downs. Ten times? Skip, three first downs against the Washington football team. And their <sighs> best defensive player didn't even play yesterday. Pain. Deron, was it Payne? Yeah, no, Allen, no, no, uh, Allen, Allen didn't play. Payne played, yeah. Uh, yeah. Allen didn't play. All right. The run game was not existed. The receivers, there was really no separation. CD got that one touchdown. But, Skip, this was a bad look for you guys. This is a bad omen. And you remember, <laughs> we've been talk, I've been talking about this for like five, six weeks, maybe even two months. I said the best case situa- situation for you guys is to be in the five seed, you play Tampa. But now all of a sudden, y'all about to make me eat my words because I, 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 I'm having real hard, I'm having real hard time. Coming up with a reason why I should pick the Cowboys, given as bad as Tampa's looked all year, with the exception of one game, it's becoming really, really hard for me to sum up a reason why I can say the Cowboys should and will win this game on Monday night, a week mm-hmm. from tonight. Even though they are installed as a early three-point favorite. The Cowboys in that are. game. Yes, okay. they are. Okay. Unfortunately, it's my turn. <laughs> and unfortunately, I cannot disagree with one single word you just uttered. Scale of 1 to 10, you went to 100 on how bad a sign this was. I'm going to go to 1,000 because I am flummoxed. I am thunderstruck. I am blindsided. I am gobsmacked. I am knocked on my tail by what I saw again and again and again and again, and also by what I didn't see yesterday. So Jen opened the show by saying, let's start with the Cowboys. I'm just about finished. I'm just about finished because what was there to like about this? Coach Landry, I told you, I was very close with him, wrote a whole book about the end of Tom Landry, the rise and the fall, and his mantra was, you must streak into the playoffs. You know it because you did this again and again and again. If you're going to go places, you need to get on a roll into the playoffs. You did mention there was one year when you sort of fell off your horse for a second, but you got right back on and rode it. And we just stumbled backward all the way to Tampa Bay. That's what we just did. I wouldn't be so upset if they hadn't approached this game the correct way, which was I have no problem with them playing everybody and playing to win. Right. And Dak Prescott was up front on the record all week last week. We need to go win a football game. In the grand scheme of things, they had gotten to play Gardner Minshew and Joshua Dobbs and Sam Howell. So the last three games are against not, not just backups. We're down to backups uh, to the backups. That's correct. We had one backup in Gardner Minshew, who's pretty okay, good. Yeah. And then we got about a fourth stringer, Joshua Dobbs. Dobbs. And then we definitely got a third stringer in Sam, Sam Howell, correct. who's a nice rookie. But he's just a rookie. Exactly. never started a game correct. before. What, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And if you hadn't played this one to win, and by the way, it was such a debacle for me because if, if you had done what you set out to do, if you'd walked in there and said, okay, watch this, and if after one quarter it had been 21 to nothing Dallas, you can't tell me it wouldn't have sent some shockwaves up to Philadelphia where they start looking up at the scoreboard saying, oh, oh, no. I, I realized Giants They didn't play well nobody. either. Okay, they, they didn't play well, but, but what if – they start looking up and then they start really pressing like, oh, Dallas took care. But we, we got to take care. We got to take mm-hmm. care. And, and I, I get it. it was Davis Webb, who I haven't seen since he's competing with Baker Mayfield and then getting beaten out by my homeboy <laughs> in, at Texas Tech. But I, I get all that. But stranger things have happened in the NFL. So I wanted my team to at least put a little bit of heat on Philly. And obviously they did the opposite of. They were not ready to play. It appeared to me they didn't want to play. Hey, Skip, you took the words right out of my mouth. It, it looked like 
they didn't want to play this game or they approached it like uh, we're going to play a quarter and, or a preseason game because that is not the type of intensity that you want for a game of this magnitude. Yeah, like you said, let's put some pressure on the Eagles. They're going to be scoreboard watching. They're going to be flashing scores throughout the, throughout, yeah. throughout the stadium. Right. But I didn't like the way they approached this game. This, they look terrible from kickoff. Yeah. Let's send a message. Uh, you just sent a message to the go down in Tampa Bay that you are gettable. You yes. are vulnerable. Yep. You got weaknesses everywhere. Yeah, they do. Ha! Huh, Lord have mercy. I'm going to go right to the flashpoint of the game for me before I backtrack to a couple other plays. But can I, can I go to the DAC flashpoint, please? <laughs> because you, you threw out all the numbers, and they're all horrifying to me. But he managed – at one point in this football game, this is 12:51 into the second quarter, left in the second quarter, he managed on back-to-back throws to throw pick sixes. One dropped and one caught and returned for pick six. Mm-hmm. If we could see these two plays in a row, this was, this was as horrifying as anything I've seen all season. I don't know how you dropped that one. It got <laughs> he stumbled. Okay, and then we come right back and say, well. Yeah. Okay. How you, okay, you, that's the first one. Yeah. And, and then we come right back and he says, okay, let me try this one. Oh, okay, I'll do that one. And Fuller just snatches it and walks it into the end right. zone. Back-to-back plays. Skip, look at that. Look, you drive this ball. You're run, you running the quick out, and the guy doesn't move. Dak, what are you – Then it almost come across like, well, I screwed up the first one. Let me try this yeah, yeah, one. Yeah. I'm going to get this right this yeah. time. I'm going to make sure that Fuller catches this yeah. because he's probably their best DB. I'm going yeah. to hit him right in the hands. Please don't drop this one. Please return it so I can have yet another pick six because that is three in the last four games. Three in four games. It's hard to – you know, you can go a whole year. A lot of it's – there's some luck, luck involved. But, but, again, you could go a whole year and not have any pick but sixes. But it is, it's, it's, it's funny that you say that. But a lot of times when you get on a roll yeah. and you throw one and you get another one, you, you'll keep it going. It's just like sack. Your team gets sacked, they get a bunch of them. Guy scores touchdowns, he'll get a bunch of them. And Dak's on a roll with pick sixes. Okay. So, obviously, he just got outplayed at Washington against your archest rival by a fifth-round rookie out of North Carolina. And he's a nice player, but he's just a rookie. Just a rookie. And you got outplayed by him because he threw for 169 and you threw for 128. And, God, don't even get me started on the QBRs. They're just horrendous over oh, here. Well, that was, that, well, that was 14.8. 14. What was – I'll find it here in just a second. But, but the point it is – It wasn't as bad as Dax. It, it wasn't as bad as Dax. And the point is this. Washington had 309 total yards to a grand total for the Dallas Cowboys of 182, which was obviously a season low. And then, then I look at four of 18 on third down, and you had the, t- the 10 on three and, out. three and outs. Four of 18 on third down? I mean, Washington's decent on defense, yeah. but they're, they're not that good. No. And then my man Zeke, he tries eight times and gets a grand total of 10 yards. Eight carries for 10 yards? Are you kidding me? I didn't think he was going to play, and maybe he didn't feel like playing, and maybe he didn't even try to play. It don't look like don't anybody know. felt like playing. Okay. Pollard, I loved I keep saying he emerged as a superstar, or not a superstar, but a star. Didn't, I couldn't tell yesterday. <laughs> Seven carries for a grand total of 19 yards. Well, what am I supposed to do with this? Because I told you all year, as you prefaced, this team I believe in, because it didn't have one stinker. And it ends the year with the biggest stinker since opening night. And, and this was a much bigger stinker than opening night yeah. because they lost to Brady and company at Jerry World 19-3. Mm-hmm. to 3. 
This was 26 to 6. It should have been worse if, if, if Howell didn't throw a pick in the, if throw a horrible pick in the end zone. You're going to get at least three or skip. He's on like the six yard line. They missed a field goal. Yeah. It should have been way worse. Oh, than okay, this. okay. You're right. Okay. So I, I'm back to my head coach. This is in large part to me a coaching game because all these final games are about how you revere, fear, respect your head coach. Can he push the right buttons in you when it's time to push? Mike McCarthy did not have his team ready, and I can't blame him for the whole show, but it, w it was so bad from the start because my punter is really good. Brian Anger is a really yeah, good yeah. Pro Bowl caliber punter. Mm -hmm. And if we could see what happened on first the first, first punt of the game for <laughs> Dallas, this is when I knew, up. Oh, well, he just took his eye off the ball. It was a little bit of a high snap, but you, you catch those. It was yeah. pretty routine, I thought. A little bit high and wide, but but you usually just catch it and punt it, and you took your eye off because you weren't ready to play. Yeah. yeah. And then Cavante Turpin. He's had a Pro Bowl year as a returner. Yeah. He's been, as you pointed out in preseason, he's going to be a difference maker. He's going to have. He's going to force teams to honor him. Mm -hmm. You you have to prepare for Cavante Turpin and the first punt to him. If we could see what happens, he just hasn't been doing. He had one that he missed, but this just hit him right in the chest. Yeah. He just I don't know. You just took your eye off and mm -hmm. hit you right in the chest. You're not ready to whoops play. Right. And. You give them two short fields, and they don't even capitalize on it, but it is seven to nothing. And then we got the back-to-back -back Zeeks. And then what have I been raving about the last two weeks? Thank you, God! It's a godsend T.Y. Hilton came off his couch at age 33, and, and he looks like a 33-year-old Jerry Rice. Uh, I couldn't tell yesterday because could we see the first throw to T.Y. Hilton yesterday, please? The first throw to T.Y. Hilton. This is early in the game. <clears throat> I think that was a drop. Yeah, it was a drop. I think it, hit him right in the hands. it was. Yeah, I think it hit him right in the hands. There was another ball a little later that was catchable that he did not come down with. He wound up with two catches out of four targets for 19 yards. He did not look like a revelation to me yesterday. And then our man, Myo Micah Parsons, 11 from heaven. I, I don't know where he's from right now because – I can't find him. He's 11 from nowhere. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know where he's from. I don't know what's happened. Is he beat up? Did he hit the sophomore wall? I, I don't know because he's not having impact. Right. And he's not creating enough furor over here on this side that it opens up lanes for everybody else on that side because I can't find my past rush, which I, has turned into a hush. I think the thing is for, for Micah is that the expectations that you and others have set for him. I mean, the guy had 13, 13 and a half sacks, which is not a bad sophomore season. But you were expecting... I know, but he had him a long time ago. <laughs> he had a good half year. He did. And I think the thing was, Skip, you was like, I'm expecting him to challenge T.J. Watt and Michael Strahan sack to I completely, utterly believed it with all my heart and soul. And he got off to that kind he of did. start. Because he, he was did. getting every game, the games that he got a sack... He wasn't just getting one. He was getting two. He started the season off with two. So you're ahead of the curve. Mm -hmm. So now you got 16 games. But he fell. You're right. He fell off. I don't know if he's beat up. That hand is still bandaged. Maybe. Is it lacerated, Skip? What, I yes, mean, it was, they said it was lacerated. Is it on the inside? Is it on know. the backside? I don't we know. We don't know because he isn't the same. He doesn't, he's not playing with the same fury yep. that, he, that he, the havoc that he normally wreaks. Mm -hmm. He's just like, he's just, he looks like a guy out there. He yep. looks like a guy with he a knife. He looks like a guy. He does. Yeah, 11. I'm, I'm waiting for 11 to wreak havoc. No, mm -mm. Which brings me to my owner and operator. My what do you say after the Carol game? What do you say? Jones what do you say? Jr. What do you say? 
We got to suck on that all week, he said. <laughs> if that doesn't make you want to get ready to go into the playoffs, nothing else will. Okay, I'll buy that. That was as thorough a butt kicking as we've had this year. That's a fact. And we're going to find out if that'll get you ready or not. Okay, I'll, be- I'll believe it when I see it. He said it should with these guys with what they're made of. Jerry, I couldn't tell. Jerry's selling ice to Eskimos, who's the all-time super salesman, <laughs> so he's going to put as positive a spin on this as he can. And he was talking about how we've got to turn this into a plus because I'm thrilled that we've got an opportunity. Well, they're already in the playoffs. playoffs yeah. And I'm thrilled that we didn't have to look over there at the Philadelphia game and the San Francisco game and say, boy, did we mess up. No, they didn't. His point was, what, what if you had lost and they had lost? Then, then you'd really be sick. But I said, that's what I was talking about, Skill. But I said, this would be the most cowboy thing ever. 49ers lose, the Eagles lose, okay. and then you lose on top of it. Okay, but, Skip, so- the thing is, but going into the playoffs, if the, if the Cowboys had rested their starters, you'd be like, well, we rested our starters. We would have beat them if we'd have played that. We'd have played all our starters. But you played them. Damn, they're the whole game. And the game really wasn't close. No. I don't know how you'd like, if this doesn't get you ready, Skip, if, you, if that was a close ball, if, if you had won this ball game <sighs> and you had looked like the Cowboys had looked pretty much all year, with the exception of a few hiccups, but you played well all year. Skip, this was the worst game that you've played. This was worse than the San Francisco loss. Now, the loss wasn't insignificant because it was the playoffs. But the way you looked yesterday, man, y'all look like y'all look like the Colts. Y'all look like a team that wasn't going to the playoffs. Y'all look like y'all didn't care. Y'all was ready to get y'all trash bags today and start your offseason. That That's true. what you guys looked That's like yesterday. That's what it looked like. And yet, they're in the playoffs, but they have to go play the team that actually embarrassed them the most of the whole year, but it feels like it was last year because right. it was so long ago, but it was 19-3. to And Dak stunk in that game, he but did. it was the only time he really stunk, stunk, where he just didn't show up at all right? until he busted up his thumb late in the game and he was lost for the next five games. Cooper Rush came in and did pretty well and kind of hung in and hung on, and they saved the season. Then he came back and started throwing interceptions, but he also threw a lot of touchdown yeah. passes. And by the way, if I might, just to give those Cowboy fans out there just a little bit of hope, I, <laughs> I, I did see one tiny sign of hope, and it was the touchdown pass that Dak threw right at the end of the first half to CD after they had mucked it up the whole game. But, but again, I need to see this. This is all I got, and this is what's going to have to happen at Tampa about three different times. It's going to have to happen. This is your bread and your butter right there. It's all together. It's to yes, CD it's, Lamb. It's all verticals putting yep. pressure on the safety. Okay. And, and he, he hit 88 with a nice throw down and out right where he could go snatch it. <clears throat> and 88's a big-time receiver. 88 was getting frustrated, as you point out. Yeah. But, but now it's about those two. That, that's what you got because I watched Gardner Minshew go up and down the field against my defense. And if Gardner Minshew, with some help, didn't turn over four, to- four times, oh, they'd have beat the brakes off you they, they would have beaten us. And then I watched Joshua Dobbs put the, the fear of God in us mm-hmm. going up and down the field against us and making it a game until late. Dak threw two early interceptions. Then he came back in the second half, and he looked like rain Dakota Prescott. And then yesterday, I didn't see much of Dak at all except for that one throw. So that's all I got. I've thought all year, obviously, my team on paper, if you just look at body of work, is much better than that team in Tampa. Yeah. And we're going to talk about them in a minute because yeah. they didn't do themselves any big favors yesterday either. Right. But the, the truth is, 
man, I'm up against it now because I picked the Dallas Cowboys to get the NFC Championship game. And before the year started, I picked Brady to win it all. And they have they, they showed one big glimmer. It was one <laughs> glimmer against Carolina and then an opening drive yesterday. And now I'm stuck. Something's got to give here. What's got to give is Dak throwing nine targets to show. He throwing six targets. Skip, these guys can't beat you. You got one guy yeah. that can beat you in the passing game. Hey. That's 88. Now it's to the point. Every time he throws it to Noah, I expect a flood. Is that, <laughs> right? I expect exactly. a flood. And I expect I got to get on the arc because something, it, so, it's going to be. He, Skip, he, he, that's his homeboy. Yeah. They might be distant relatives or something. I don't know. I need somebody to offer me an explanation because Noah Brown is a guy. He's in the NFL. I get that. Congratulations. But Skip, for him to get the kind of targets that know. he's getting? No. I mean, in Jacksonville. I mean, if you look, you go back and look at like, but damn, Dak, why you keep throwing to Noah Brown? I don't know. Unless all I got is hoping that now the whole world will think Dallas is going to lose at Tampa and that can be a good thing. Maybe it takes some heat off, some pressure off, because they were going to be like a prohibitive favorite going into this if they had risen yep. and shown yesterday. Losing like you lost it yep. plays, it messes with your mind. It does. Well, I mean, well you, look at look at the last three weeks. What do you, yeah, have, hey. what do you have to be confident oh, about? Oh, I'm confident. You're, hey, we, we can put this thing together. Win. That was your opportunity yesterday. That was the game that you put it all together. Remember CD was talking, Skip? We're going to put one of these games together, and then, oh, we're going to take off? That was your game to put it together. Yeah. Go into the playoff after you don't put foot off in one of your arch rivals. They beat the brakes off you. The brakes off you. Just when I thought it was safe to trust this football team, I, I told you, you can't trust nope, it. I told you That could. was about as cowboying a thing as you can cowboy. <laughs> yes. Right? It won't be. So uh, should, should I expect next Tuesday for you to come out here and pound the table? How about? I mean, it, this game could end in a tie, right? No, you can't have a playoff tie. I don't know. It might go <laughs> five overtimes. You better. You, Brady might break out. Brady might beat y'all by about 14. <laughs> What happens then? You think Mike McCarthy get fired? They lose by 14. He get fired? You know what? That's a good question. <laughs> that, that is a very good question that I think should be a yes. It should be a yes. You think so? I, well, this team has teetered for three weeks and then careened backwards, just falling straight backwards all the way to Tampa Bay. Dan Quincy, this is what I envisioned. I know. Well, it, That's why I came back. It's called Elevate the Coordinator. Yes. Ugh. Well, Skip, here's the bad news for your Cowboys. Tom Brady, 7-0 and against yeah. Dallas Damn. in his career. Looking good, All right, Skip. guys, let's move on to my favorite game of yesterday. That's coming up next. Did Aaron <laughs> Rodgers lose the game for the Packers last night? And then why Lord did Tom knows. Brady want to keep playing in a meaningless game? That and a ton more as we break down this playoff picture. All coming up on Undisputed. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. 
VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. And I won't back down. Arguably the biggest upset of Sunday, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers missing their chance at the playoffs. They lose 20-16 to to the Lions. Rodgers threw an interception with under four minutes remaining in the game. The Green Bay defense unable to get the ball back. Detroit runs out the clock. Shannon, what's the biggest reason that Aaron Rodgers and the Packers lost this one? The Lions just flat out outplayed them, Skip. The Lions desired to keep them out of the playoff was greater than the Packers' desire to get into the playoffs. And you heard them talk about it, Skip, that we couldn't go. It's not any fun if we can't have none. Well, we can't go to the playoffs. Okay, Green Bay, you're not going either. We don't want you to say when we get good next year when, because this is something to build on, Skip. I think they won like 10 straight, 8, 9, 10 straight ball games. With that being said, I didn't want the Packers to say, you know what, you guys got a head start on the offseason because y'all didn't make the playoffs. Guess what? We're going to start our offseason at the exact same time. We both getting trash bagged to clean up our lockers and start the vacation at the exact same time. One Skip. feeling real good about themselves and it, one not. The, the Detroit should feel really good real about good. themselves, Skip. Really good. The first, Skip, the play, second and 17. He throws a, a, a jailbreak screen to uh, St. Uh, Brown, mm-hmm. and guess what? He laddered it to Swift. <laughs> that was a great play. Great play. I Skip, never that, seen it Skip, before. that's playing to win. It was. On fourth, they, they, fourth I, down. I hadn't seen that play run that way before. No, I, 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 I haven't saw that. No. Skip, on fourth down, they could kick a field goal, go up seven. No. Nah, Dan Campbell said, uh-uh, we're mm-hmm. finna drive a nail in the coffin right now. Good they night, did. Green Bay. It's yep. over. Mm-hmm. Green Bay made enough mistakes. Skip, I don't understand what Quay Walker's thinking. Medical, medical, uh, uh, Detroit medical coming out there trying to get him out the way. You <laughs> shoved him in? Really? And then you go out the field crying and saying it's not like what happened? Bro, why would you Why would you shove a team's medical personnel? What are they going to do? That's what they normally do. They want you to get back so they can tend to the player. You standing around. And then 95, Wyatt walks up behind the medical personnel and bumps him again. Bro, they did enough dumb things to lose this game. But I'm not so sure even with that, Skip, the way that the Lions would not go away, the way they played, is like, guys, and they knew, Skip, why they have to play? They already knew what had happened. Seattle had won. So there was nothing they could do. There was not a scenario in mm-hmm. which they could do anything to get into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Boy, they approached that like they were, this was for the Super Bowl. This was the NFC Championship game, and this is for all the marbles. Yep. They said, I don't care. Mm-hmm. We are going to win this game. Dan Campbell's methods might be a little unorthodox. They are. But this is what we know with it in Detroit. It works. It resonates. Those guys play their ass off for him. Do they? And they played a well of a ball game yesterday. And no matter what you think of Jared Goff, I think it still was the right move for Detroit to trade him and get Matthew. I, I, and, I agree. Because the, the, uh, the Rams got a Super Bowl out of it. It's yeah. hard to argue that, Skip. I, I know, but they wanted to change the scenery because yeah. they were going nowhere with Matthew Stafford. Right, right. 
Okay. And, and, and golf needed to get up out of there because every time something went wrong, they it blamed is. him. They did. But Skip, look, and I get all that other stuff about Pack, you know, they lost the foot. Actually, Aaron threw two interceptions. They got a hands to the face because they picked him up on the right rail, and a left rail, and then he mm-hmm. said, you know what? Let yeah. me go ahead and end the Let ball game. This. Is it like Brett Favre? Because I, if I'm not mistaken, Skip, I think Brett Favre last pass in Green Bay, he threw a pick mm. in two th- the championship game against the Giants. Well, you see, you're suggesting this is last I'm, 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 I'm just saying. I, I, I mean, he sure was treated like that. We're going to talk about that because you remember, Skip, the guy asking for his jersey said, nah, I want to hold on to this one. Because now we got – now we got – now you and myself and others got to speculate. Well, this Aaron's last game? Mm. Uh, what, what's, what's going on? He walking arm in arm with uh, Randall Cobb, and then he shoved the camera. No, 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 no. Don't shove the camera. Because when you was winning these ball games, you was all smug. You was <laughs> I told you. Had, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I told he, you. He was smug. He was cavalier as a mug. Yep. And now all of a sudden, he don't want the cameras in his face. No. When you was winning four or five games in a row, you couldn't keep the cameras out your face. You doing every interview. You were, if he sit back in the chair all like this here on the pat back of his show, you know where. <laughs> you know everybody caught the south. I caught the see it. You know. Yep. I, I saw it coming. Yeah, you saw it coming. Did you see that? <laughs> Did you see that? All right, I'm going to respond to your first point because it cuts deeply into my soul today. (laughs) This is how a professional football team is supposed to respond. Yes. This is one with a real live head coach that it believes in. As wacky as he can be, sometimes a little bit goofy or, as you say, unorthodox, (laughs) they buy. Yes. They respond. Yes. And they could have quit on him. They could have hung their heads last night and said, oh, well, Seattle won. We're done. We're done. And just mailed it in. And he preached all week, even if Seattle wins, we have a chance to go spoil this party at Lambeau Field. Of course. On a big Sunday night game. And that's exactly how they responded to that football coach as opposed to the way my team did not respond to my football coach because they don't believe in him. They pay lip service. It goes in one ear and out the other. (laughs) And it's please drop the mic McCarthy. And Dan Campbell is a force. However you define it, he's just a force in that locker room. Maybe they're a little afraid of him in a good way, but they listen and they ignite because of what he says. And he's so emotional. What was his bite? Your, we're gonna bite, bite the kneecaps. your kneecaps. Okay. Well, they came out last night and they bit Green Bay in the kneecaps mm-hmm. all night long because clearly they just played a better football game. They played it because they wanted to win it, as you say, worse than Green Bay wanted to win it. And in the end, it just comes down to this. The leader of the Green Bay Packers is number 12. And I don't believe they buy into 12 anymore. And I'm not saying it's time for Jordan Love because I'm not sure about Jordan Love, even though what I've seen of him, I do like. Right. And we're going to get more deeply into this about what's next for the Packers. But you can just see what happens in big games. They don't respond to 12 because right away he threw a couple of balls that should have been caught and, and he's, he's given it the this. And, and it's such bad body language. It's so shaming of, of the, the young receivers around him, Dobbs, obviously – Christian Watson. Who's going to look like he's going to be a player. He's, he's going to be a player. He already is he's a like player. player. He turned like, into one yeah. right before your very eyes. I think Dobbs will turn into one. Mm-hmm. But the point is, here's the big picture about Aaron Rodgers. He has now lost three straight home playoff games 
the first two with the one seed, lost to the Bucks, then lost to the Niners. And then that was basically a playoff game oh, yeah. last night. And he lost to a, a division rival, the up-and-coming Lions. And he did not play well in any of the three games. And if you step back, you say, can you trust him in big games? Well, I've never thought you could, except he won that 12-year-ago Super Bowl on that, that magical road run where they won four straight games, including that one at Jerry World. That's all he got. Got to one Super Bowl and won it. But in the grand scheme of things, when it's time, you can't trust him. But you can trust that when he blows a home playoff game, he will immediately play the retirement card. Of course. Because he, he is... He, he is the greatest media manipulator in the history of this league. He knows exactly how to play the game if he blows a home playoff yeah. game. You immediately, because he's the greatest blame-deflecting diva ever, you immediately drop the retirement hint like, I may have to stop. What was the first quote? At some point, the carousel comes to a stop, and it's time to get off. So yeah. right away, he's going into his retirement spiel because he wants Packer Nation to say, please, Aaron, please come back. We need you back yeah. next year. Yeah. Well, do you really? Because all I got to tell you is he averaged 217 yards passing this year. That was a career low. His QBR average for this year was 39. That was a career low. He threw 12 interceptions. It was the second most of his career. Right. It's un-Aaron, un-Aaron, un-Aaron. And they kept trying to take the ball out of his hands, right. and it worked until last night when they just ran into a team that outplayed them. And the thing is, Skip, he didn't have, in 17 games, he didn't have a single game in which he threw for 300 or more yards. No, he did not. I mean, that's Aaron, that's Aaron Rodgers now. Yep. That's back-to-back -back MVP Aaron yep. Rodgers. Skip, I think the thing is, look, what I, this is why you have to give the Lions so much credit. They got nothing to play for because Seattle has already won, won the ball game. And it's cold. Now, I don't know if anybody's ever had to do a job when it's cold. In, at night. And, man, hold on. You mean to tell me we, we can't make the playoffs and it's cold? Yeah. Man, let me go and shut this thing down. It was miserable. <laughs> it was miserable. They, uh, they, they was like it was in, in Miami. And it was 80 degrees. Yep. And they got nothing to play for. They laid it all on the line. Not only for their coach, but for themselves to say, you know what, Green Bay? Enough of this. Skip with the last. I mean... Green Bay had beaten them. What, what was it? D Detroit had lost 27 of his last 30 games at Lambeau Field. <laughs> I mean, I, they just owned them. They owned them. Until last night. And, you know, we it thought it was a fluke. Well, you know, Aaron, had Aaron not threw three interceptions, Detroit, and I told I kept saying, Skip, they're better than you think, especially offensively. They got an offense. Jared Goff and those receivers, Skip, they can make plays. And that running game with Jamal Williams, they get the ball in go-to-go situation. The Cowboys situation notwithstanding, he going to plow the ball into the end zone. He's going to get in the end zone. Okay. And they really creative. Well, I made the point to you on Friday. Over the last eight games, Detroit's had the best offense in the league. The yes. best. Yes. What? Well, don't sleep on them. And don't sleep on them next year because they just rocket shot into next year. Yep. You couldn't have had a better closing game to springboard into yep. next year, they're going to be a force they in should. this division and in this conference. But Green Bay, Skip, Green Bay lost a fumble. They threw an interception. They failed a, a, a goal-to-go situation, and Detroit nullified them. Said, no, you're yep. not going to get the ball in the okay. end zone. Okay, to your points, let's quickly show those who might not have caught the game last night. This is late third quarter, and they're backed up at first and 20. The Packers are at their 16. And Aaron throws an interception that looked like it had changed the game because they were up 16 to 13. Here it is. And Kirby comes over and snatches it. That was his third of the year. And they get an illegal hands to the face, and it looked like it, it was, was a good, good call. It was a good yeah. call. Good okay. call. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you that. 
So he gets away with that one because he just thought that was to Aaron Jones, I believe. Yeah, it was. Wheel it route. was. Yep. And he got away with that one. Well, you, you stared at him. He stared him down, Skip. But he didn't get away with the next one because no. the next one's third and 10 at his 33. This is 337 less, left in the game. And Kirby Joseph finally got him for real because he just he gets blasted right in the face. He played the center field. It up and <laughs> thank you very much. We got this. The rusher gets free and hits him. I don't know what you're thinking. I was like, bro, uh, the game is not over. Hey, get the ball. Get, keep running. <laughs> I, I know. That, that is true. But now to your final point. Dan Campbell says, no, it's fourth and one. Yeah. I, I'm just going to. I'm going to step on your throat here. Yes. Fourth and one at the Green Bay 15, and they go over and they, they have a timeout, and they, they say, what play do we like the most? And they liked one on a little hook to yep. DJ Chark. Yep. It goes for nine yards, and this is Run for stop. the football Boop. game. Boom. Game over. Thank you very much. And they are howling to the moon because they deserve to. And they're running off the field waving goodbye yep. to the Packer fans. Yep. Okay? Yep. Way to go. Way to go, Lions. That, that did my heart good because that's how you're supposed to that's, that's finish what you're supposed the to do. season. You're supposed yep. to come in there, yep. let them know we came, we yep. saw, we conquered. Now everybody going home, hey, have a good night. We going home, you going home. Because <laughs> you all that talk of that bravado, <laughs> get the camera, we're going to talk about this, we'll get the camera out of my face. Mm. Why you want the camera out your face now? We couldn't keep, we couldn't have enough cameras. Mm. Fox couldn't send enough camera crews up there to the, the, the Lambo. He wanted to do every sit down. Yeah. Hell, I thought he wanted, might want to do my podcast. He wanted to get in front of the camera so much. I don't think he'd do you. He, he probably wouldn't skip. But now all of a sudden, get, get that camera out of my face. Yep. No, 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 no. Say mm. cheese. Because yep. the last time you're going to be on camera, and like, like you, and right on cue, well, you know, ah, whew, you know, all of a sudden, you know, I kind of like my scotch. Yep. And I kind of like to like drink my scotch anytime I want to. And if I'm at practice and if I'm at meetings, it. I can't do that. That is true. I do know. One of your many nephews who happens to be a Packer fan who would love to see 12 just fade right into the yeah, sunset. Yeah, he, 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 he definitely would. Yep. Well, he kind of wanted to see it last year. He did. We wanted to see it earlier this year when they <laughs> fell to 4-8. and eight. <laughs> That hook and ladder play on third and long, guys, was my favorite play yeah, of the was. entire day. The Lions certainly going into the offseason with some crazy momentum. Whew. All right, Skip, I know you have a dilemma here. Tom yeah. Brady. Whew. He started against the Falcons. He played in five series before getting pulled. After the game, Brady told reporters, quote, Honestly, I was trying to play as long as I could. But there were so many injuries and so many people going in and out. It's tough. Shannon, let's start with you. Why do you think Brady so desperately wanted to keep playing? Well, I, I had a, a, a suspicion that if they played, they were going to play at least to the half. And uh, I, I think... Todd Bowles got him in there, got him, got him some reps, and got him out there. I think Tom came out midway through the second quarter. Uh, but Tom, Tom, four minutes left. Four minutes yeah. in the second quarter. Yeah. But Tom knew he, he needed 12 attempts and nine completions to have the NFL record. Most pass attempts in the season, most completions. Breaking in the season. his own. His own record. Yeah. So he, he knew the numbers coming mm-hmm. into the ball game. Skip, everybody knows their numbers, it, 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 except Lyman. Lyman don't know numbers because they can't get numbers. Lyman don't know, well, I got six pancakes. If I get one more pancakes, that'll be the most pancakes for me in the season. Lyman don't operate like that. But every other position, Skip, have numbers. D. Lyman can get sacks. Linebackers, middle backers can get tackles. DBs can get interceptions. And quarterback can definitely get stats. So he knew those stats. Mm. Now, why he would want to continue to play after he got those, I, I thought the only reason that he was going to play, I thought he should have played, Skip, because let, let's try to build on what we got last week. Because when we really look at it, we got a little two games 
In 17 games, we got two in which offensively we can kind of feel good about ourselves. And that was the game in, in Munich when they played Seattle, and yep. that was the last game of the season in Tampa. Mm-hmm. But maybe but, – but he realized, like, yeah, I wanted to keep playing, but, you know, you start seeing – you see guys coming in and out. That might be offensive, line, offensive linemen coming in and out. Injuries, guys going down. It means more. And I think Tom came to his senses. It means more to be healthy going into the game against Dallas as opposed to continue out there and we're trying to get a better rhythm. Mm-hmm. I think they're in good enough rhythm. I think the Cowboys are reeling just enough, Skip, mm-hmm. that that this thing could – this I don't feel confident. But, Skip, when you look at Brady with the amount of passes that he threw, he was only eighth in touchdown with 25. He was 18th in QBR. He was 31st in yards per attempt. 25th in point score. Skip, did you realize the 20, the 2,000 Ravens, as bad as offensive as we were, we averaged 20 points a game? Tom With Trent Dilfer, Tom Brady averaged 18.4 points a game. And offensively, that's statistically worse than the 2,000 Ravens. And we went five games and didn't score a touchdown. And it. we still averaged more points per game than what Tom did. Okay. They were 22nd in red, red zone per touchdown percentage. Mm-hmm. And that's where they really fell off at, Skip, because last year they were second. Mm-hmm. He was second in a lot of categories. He was first in pass attempts, completions, first in touchdowns, second in yards, things of that nature. He dropped off substantially. But, like I said, I think he, he came to his senses like, man, man, let me get up out of here. Let's mess around and get hurt because everybody looking at you, you ain't got – Oh, you st- oh, you still in here. You tried to, mm. to embarrass us. Mm. Okay, I hear everything you said about this season. All I know is that when it was time to go win the division, he throws for 432 and three touchdowns and sneaks one in for a four touchdown. Yes. That's all I know for sure is he did that. Yes. Aaron Rodgers was not capable of that this year. No. As you point out, what was it, about 300 yards? He didn't games? have a single one. Okay. Didn't have a 300. This is 432. Mm-hmm. He is capable of that, and this offense is capable when he puts his mind to it. I don't know, but I first guessed this. All last week I said, no, you can't. It was a hat and T-shirt game (laughs) in which you won a hat, a T-shirt, and a bye. Right. This team is decimated on both sides of the ball. It needed some time to breathe and heal. So you didn't. So you said you didn't want them to play at all. Heck no. Okay. Heck no. And Brady pushed and pushed and pushed. You got to get that record, man. Okay. He's so close. Okay. You, you could be right about that. I have a hard time believing that was all of why he wanted to play. No, I'm, I, no, because, no. I'm not saying that's all. No, 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 no. No. He he realized, like you said, that 432. I hadn't had one of those games all year. Okay. Let's see if we can build on it. All right. So, Todd Bowles did say after the game, and I believe he he gave in to Brady on this one. But he said to Brady, he just works so hard. He loves to play the game. He's like a little kid out there. He loves to compete. Okay, I buy that. And when you're 45, you're, you're thinking, well, I don't know how many more of these yeah, opportunities. Exactly. So, exactly. so I got a chance to play against a division opponent. But it's just a game. It's right. just a football game. Right. And it's a real live right. football game. And, yeah, those numbers do count. And I'd also like to get Chris Godwin 100 catches for the year. That'd be second most to Keyshawn in the history right. of the right. Bucks. But I want to get him the century mark right. because he deserves it. And he went on and on about how tough Chris Godwin is because he is. He's a right. warrior. Yeah. Because he. He goes over the middle in some really dangerous yes. situations because that's all he's got. Right. That's what he is. He's a right. possession receiver underneath who runs into trouble, which mm-hmm. sometimes gets him in trouble. But the point is this. I'm thinking, Tom, what, what, what exactly are you doing out there? Because on the first drive, he gets his center hurt. Now, is the center <laughs> a great player? No, he's just a substitute right. because you lost Ryan Jensen right away. Right. And you had to put Robert Hainsey, a third-round pick out of Notre Dame, as a tackle who had moved to guard. You, you had to put him at center. He'd never played center. 
You sort of muddled through with him all year, and he pulled his hamstring on the first series. <laughs> and, and I don't know what's going to happen. How much does a center use his hamstring? I don't know. Well, but, okay. I'm trying to figure out how he pulled it. He wasn't moving okay. that fast. Well, I don't know, but he pulled it. That's what they said, and he was down and out in right. the first series of the game. Okay, Ryan Jensen is his – He's a Pro Bowl mm-hmm. center, and he's been practicing, coming off a knee injury. I right. have no idea. Did Brady have some genius plan in mind that he wanted to get Ryan Jensen back in, in the, the mix? Well, Ryan Jensen, I was hoping, would play yesterday just to get his feet wet a little bit, but he didn't play. Right. He, he wasn't out there. He didn't right. dress. So now, could, could, could Ryan Jensen be better for Dallas? I have no idea. But – you got him hurt. And then Keanu Neal, something happened. I don't even know what it is. Todd Bowles wouldn't talk about either injury. But he got hurt. My point is, they, they're so beat up in their right. secondary, you're just asking and asking and asking for more trouble. So they come out in their opening sequence. They, they get the – they take the opening kickoff. And, and I'm going to show you what they did. They go 70 plays. I'm sorry, 70 play. yards and 10 plays. Okay. 70 and 10. And I'm going to show you the completions here, if, if we could. The first one's to Godwin. And I'm like, okay, fine. Okay, it's a decent, decent throw. And he tiptoes on the sideline. We got that. That's good. And then he goes back to Godwin again on a little screen. And, and then he runs a reverse. This, this, this kid, Devin Tompkins, he's come up off the practice squad. He's starting to have an impact. Now, I like showing that he could, he could reverse it. That was a third and four play mm-hmm. to Kate Otten that you kind of like. Mm-hmm. And then he throws it to yeah, guess who? Yeah. He comes out of nowhere. He's been in the doghouse the whole year. So at least you showed that, that he, Kyle Rudolph is still alive and well in Tampa right. Bay, okay? I'm, I'm good with this. 70 yards, 10 plays, it's over. That's enough. Right. You, you did that. You went right down. That's only the third time they scored their opening drive the whole year because they've struggled and struggled right. and struggled. Okay, so w- wasn't that good enough? No, it's not good enough because he's going to play four more series before it's over. But it and then they didn't look that? like that series. Okay, well, no, I'm just saying <laughs> it, it began to teeter a little bit, right. and then the defense had one quick three and out, and then the defense began to teeter because I don't think they wanted to be out there right. because they knew it wasn't doing them any good, and it felt like they were only doing it for 12. Right. Like 12 wanted to compete. He just wanted to play football. And then Todd Bowles has the audacity to yank him with four minutes left in the – First half, and Brady goes to the sideline. He's sulking. He's pouting. He sat over on the bench, and Byron left had to go over. I don't know if we have the the video of it. He went over and had to pat him on the thigh, like it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. But he's over there and he's walking around, grousing to some of his teammates. He was not. Look, he's hanging his head. Like, how could you take me out? I don't know if he was upset with the way they'd played the last couple of series, maybe, but. He, he had never lost a game to the Atlanta Falcons. Well, he, he well, I ain't won that on my okay. resume. All right, not well, now. Okay, it was ten to ten when he left, so I guess you can't technically fault right. him for it. But right. but they lost to the Falcons, and that's why the oddsmakers weren't buying this all week. Because remember, the Falcons were a four point favorite, Correct. and if if you thought Tampa had to win the game, there's no way that Atlanta was going to be a four point favorite with Desmond Ritter right. quarterback. Are you kidding me? Right. So the point was, he gets his center hurt. And then he was risking injury himself because, remember, neither of the stud tackles play. There's no Donovan Smith. There's right. no Tristan Wirfs. The center goes out immediately, and you have a rookie at left guard, and you still have Shaq Mason over here. But, but I'm, my, my point is, all across the ball, you got backups everywhere, yeah. and, and you're 45 years old. And Dean, Dean Peace, uh, did you cross his path? In no, Baltimore? no, he wasn't okay, okay. Baltimore. But, but he's, he's a highly respected defense oh, yeah. coordinator. He's coming after Tom Brady. Well, in fact, Brady – 
played with him on when he was coordinator for uh, yes Mm -hmm. but he's coming after him right and left they're they're blitzing like banshees they're coming from everywhere and i'm saying tom you you don't have any of your starters (laughs) in there and obviously there's no ali marpet and there's no kappa and and there's no ryan jensen so what what exactly are you doing isn't that just insanity to have yeah. him out there like yeah, that? Yeah, you, you, you're risking it. I mean, like I said, I'd have played him that one drive, and I'd go, okay, Tom, you got one drive. Get okay. your records. We're going to throw it, get your records, and get up out okay. of there. That's it. And, and remember, Mike Evans, they said there's a bug going through the building, and he got it. And so before the game, he dressed and was was warming up, and, and he just told Todd Bowles, I just don't feel like going. Well, good for him. Yeah. He caught his three touchdown passes last week, so you don't even have him. So I'm saying, what exactly are you trying to accomplish here? Because I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Even Russell Gage got banged up once he fell on his back after a catch. Right. I, I don't know. what What's what's the win here? Where, where's the win? I, I'm not sure. Well, the thing is, Skip, you would like your defense. Now, I don't know how much the defense played because I wasn't watching this game. I was watching uh, some of the other games. So I don't know how much. It, but I know you gave 174 yards rushing. You did do that. That's no good. Yep. I mean, some of that was in the second half when it was – Truly backups. I just don't know if you feel great about yourselves coming out of this game, except for that opening drive you, on offense. So, in other words, if I'm hearing you correctly, you said you're saying I would rather them not played and said the last time we played, we did that to Carolina, as opposed to playing these little bit the little plays that you played on Sunday and like. But it was 10-10. It wasn't like we were just moving. It wasn't 28 to 10. No, it was 10-10. It was 10-10. It didn't do them any good. Okay. In, unless you just tell me that Psycho Tom went Psycho Tom, where he just said, I want to play football, and Todd Bowles has to stand up and yeah, say, Yeah, you got to protect him from himself, Tom, though. You, uh, you save him from himself. <laughs> yeah, you got yeah, to. I, Tom, no, not, not today. I would have given him the series like a preseason game. Yeah. Maybe a second series, but that's got to be it. You, you, you play long enough to get that record. Hey, and I don't care if we're mid-drive. Once you get that record, Tom, you bring your butt out this game. Man, th- this was a horror show to yeah. me just to get – get them through the game right. as best they could. Now I'm very curious to see if he has a starting center for next week or if they're down to the well, third string. Well, it might be Jensen. I mean, if, no, if I, Jensen I, can I, come I, back. I think they're going to have to press him into service and hope he can function. Right. So I, I don't know. So Dallas fell back into this game, and these guys stumbled backward into this game. <laughs> All setting up for an epic showdown next weekend, guys. Skip, I know it's going to be a long week for you watching reports on both these teams coming out. <laughs> All right, still to come this morning, the Buffalo Bills, gentlemen, are they hitting the right stride at the perfect time going into the playoffs? Mm, That's mm. next right here on Undisputed. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. 
BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash undisputedpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash undisputedpod. Your mental health journey begins here. And I won't back down. The Buffalo Bills took the opening kickoff yesterday against the Patriots for a touchdown. They never looked back. They go on to win the game 35-23. Josh Allen, just over 250 passing yards plus three touchdowns. And that Buffalo defense on fire. They picked off Mac Jones one, two, three times. Shannon, what's your biggest takeaway from this matchup? The Bills won a very emotional, uh, um, get a very emotional game in a very emotional atmosphere. We know what transpired last Monday night. Um, Demir um, suffered his what he went through, and so everybody was three. All the NFL did a very good job, Skip. I thought they did a very good job of they honoring did. this young man. Great. Everybody was holding up three. They scored a touchdown going into the end zone, so it was very yep. emotional for them. So you have an emotional start to the game, and then they kick the ball off, and Naheem Hines takes it back 96 yards. <laughs> And then all of a sudden, the Patriots says, okay, but hey, they gather themselves, and they take a lead 17-14. They kick the ball off again, and Naheem takes it back again. Again. And it was just, it, it was like it was just meant to be for Buffalo. And that situation, so once they got the, that, that situation, once they scored that touchdown, they didn't look back. Um, they scored two more deep touchdowns. But, Skip, there's something concerning about Josh Allen. He throws interceptions, and I'm like, bro, what did you see? I said, do you had to have seen that guy? They, they, they must have, like, maybe he didn't see the guy there, Skip. And then once we get an opportunity to see it from what he's looking at the vantage point, the guy just appears. Mm. He threw an interception yesterday, Skip. I still don't know why he threw that ball. And, and, and how many interceptions is this in the red zone? Come playoff time, that's the quickest way to go home. Is, is you turn it over and you turn it over in the red zone because you nullify your ability to get any points out of the situation. Yeah. But I was, I, was, I was very impressed. I don't, I've never been in a situation kind of like what Buffalo's been going no. through. The, the closest thing, Skip, was 9-11. But if you remember, Skip, they postponed the game that Sunday, Sunday following 9-11. So we didn't play till the like two weeks after that issue. So it, it, it had calmed down a lot. So I can just imagine the emotions in the stadium, the yep. emotions in that locker room, and them coming out and finding a way. But you couldn't ask for a better start to the game. They kick it off to you, and you run it back for a touchdown. You're like, damn, man, <laughs> God, really good. And then you, you down in the ball game, they kick it off to you again, and you run it back again. So give Buffalo crazy, uh, give Buffalo, excuse me, credit mm -hmm. for being able to handle those emotions mm -hmm. and to still find a way to win the ball game. Uh, the Patriots give up 14 points on kick return. Skip, that was different than the ball game. And that's Coach Belichick prides himself on that. That's one thing. He's a stickler for special team, and he's normally – not good. He doesn't normally have good special teams. Yeah. He normally have great special teams. Yep. And then yesterday, but you've seen down the stretch, Skip, what did they do? They look, the fumble in the end zone to lose at Cincinnati, mm -hmm. the botch play at Vegas, and then yesterday two kick return touchdowns that really cost them the game, and now they've missed the playoffs two of the last three years, mm -hmm. which is very unlike Coach Belichick. But maybe it's we shouldn't fault him. I mean, 12 is in Tampa, and he hadn't missed the playoffs yet. Yeah, that is correct. <laughs> Okay, to your first 
overall point, this league did a sensational they job. They did, man. Yesterday. They did. Threes everywhere. Mm-hmm. Love for DeMar everywhere. That's how you do it. And I was happy for Buffalo yesterday. Mm-hmm. I was rooting for Buffalo. I found myself having a hard time getting real excited about the outcome of a football game mm-hmm. because of what happened to this young man. Right. And all I care about at this point is that he has a full recovery and, and we see positive signs, yeah. obviously. He was watching the game. Go, he, and he's, he's tweeting about that. Yeah, and he was, if I'm not mistaken, Skip, I think he was FaceTiming Miles Sanders. I think, was he? I, yeah, I think he was. I think because I think Miles held it up and, and put it on his oh, page. Good. Okay. Now back to the Bills and what you just talked about, how difficult it was. And I love the quotes from Tredevious White after the game how traumatizing it was for the team. As he said, I saw something I can't unsee. And he said he'll try to watch shows, TV shows at home, and when it goes to commercial break, his mind goes right back to what they were seeing. Well, obviously, this had never, ever happened yeah, in the history no, of this league. No. The players are gathered around looking into the face of a man who's fighting literally for his life yes. because CPR saved him. Yes. Thank you for the assistant trainer at yes. Buffalo who had the – the wits to just jump and go because there's, there's no seconds to waste here. And you can't unsee that because as gruesome as football injuries can be, and you've seen a bunch of them and you saw what your brother went through. Mm -hmm. It it was career threatening, but it wasn't life threatening. -threatening, Correct. Right. I don't, I can't remember a life threatening unless you want to go back to Daryl Stingley with, he he was paralyzed by Jack Taylor. Well, I guess, you know, Skip, you remember when Corey Stringer, but this was a preseason game and they had a situation, uh, I think in, uh, a 49ers player died in the locker room after a game in Denver. Yep. Uh, obviously, Ryan Clark's situation that, that he was, suffered. Yes. Uh, but, but, Skip, not, not on the playing field, not when everybody's around. Because, like you said, I'm watching, and it looks like life is leaving this man's life body. Life is leaving. But they were the ones gathered around in a yes. circle. So they are literally looking down into a teammate's eyes. Mm-hmm. Not sure what his eyes were doing at that point, right. but he was fighting for his life. I don't think they thought. I don't think at the time when they first did that, they thought it was that serious because it's very it's it's very odd that they would allow them to be there. They normally get the players get them off so they don't see something like this. Okay, but they did, and they had to rise above it yesterday and play a football game yeah. right away. And it seems like it just happened last month. And all of a sudden, you're back and right. you're having to play football right. against a division rival. Right. And I thought they played great, all things considered. Right. And I do agree with you about Josh Allen. He, he tries to out Mahomes, Mahomes, and it costs him. <laughs> but he also threw two balls yesterday that just took my breath away. He where can do I, it. I don't think anybody can do what he did. If we could see the two throws that finally broke the game back open in favor of Buffalo, he throws to that kid Brown. He looks like he's going to be a star at some point, but he throws 42 yards to him on the fly. He's, he's rolling, and he points. He just flick at the wrist and throws it about, I don't know, 50 yards. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm not sure. Mahomes can do that. Right. But maybe they just those many. two. It's not many. And then he throws one to Diggs the other direction. Look at this. And, and this is just a thing of beauty. I mean, you drop it into the bucket. I mean, that's, drop, that's dropping it down the chimney. Okay. And that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's a chimney a throw from 55 yards away, Skip. 60 yards. Okay. Can't get much better no. than that. And those two throws put them up 28-17 and then to the final score, 35-23. to 23. 
But to your point about Hines, I just don't even know how you can script it that the opening kickoff gets returned for a touchdown, and it's just flat-out yeah. goosebumps right. because it feels like and only in Hollywood except that, it was in Buffalo. And you've been in that stadium when oh. good things happen. Oh, that place is electric if anywhere, Arrowhead, anywhere. Old Mile High, you name a stadium. When they do something good, in the, it used to be called Rich Stadium. I don't it know was. what it's called now, Skip. Yeah. But it is electric. And they start saying, let's go Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Let's go Buffalo, and there they went, <laughs> and, and it was great. But then, to your point, he doubles down and, and returns another one, 101 well, yards. Yes. 101 yards? This is the first I one. think this is the opening yeah, one, yeah, 96. 96 yards. And I'm thinking, oh, they got him, because it's Belichick. No. They, they don't allow this. Yeah, well, no. the, part of had, yeah. the kicker had yeah, no he chance. Had no he should have just stopped before he pulled a hamstring. No <laughs> Unbelievable. And, and this one. 101. This is 101 against Bill Belichick's special teams. It just doesn't happen. He had to break two tackles. I'm sure Belichick will call them missed tackles, and he is gone, gone. And great for Buffalo, but all that matters now is that that young man, boy, I would love to see him rise up out of that bed at some point and have a chance to play this game again. I don't know if that's realistic, but that's what I would hope for. I would be surprised with the way his recovery is going that at some point we don't see him at a ball game. At a, they, at a ball game. If they make the AFC championship game, obviously Super Bowl, he, I, I think all things being equal, I think he's going to be. But I would not be surprised, Skip. With the way his recovery is going, yep. I would hey. not be surprised. And that would be unbelievable. Well, if any team in this tournament now is inspired, this team is right. inspired. Yes. Whew. Although, Skip, all things being equal, and I'm sure we're going to talk about this later, I still think the team to beat the AFC is the Bengals, the team that you pick. I had them from the start. I think, and- I think they're the team to beat. Boy, they look good yesterday. Yeah. Now, I don't know if uh, Baltimore will turn the ball over. They play them again. It's a short read. You know, you just play them and then turn around. We did that against the Raiders. We played them with a chance to win the division. We lost. They were the home team wild card. We really? Turned around and played. That's yeah. interesting. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, now the biggest X factor is the young man you've talked and talked and talked about of your Baltimore Ravens, the quarterback and former MVP. Ain't nothing changed. I, I got it. Hold on, what a check at? But Adam Schefter reported yesterday that there's a strong possibility he's going to be ready, and I don't know if that's just the Ravens trying to put some pressure yeah. on him. No. Nope. What a check at? No. Nope. I don't see no check. Okay. Well, I haven't heard anything about a new deal. I haven't heard a peep. Hey, Ma, did they put the money in the account? No, no, baby, the money no, ain't in the account. Okay. No. And she is operating, I believe, as his agent. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, okay. yeah. Well, okay. Okay. So this all comes down to Lamar or none. And I am with you. I believe he's just going to say, I'm sorry, I don't have a deal. No, no. And that's it. Because, Skip, I don't, I don't know what Lamar can do at this juncture right now, Skip, to convince the people that he needs to convince. He only can need to convince one, that's Steve Bashotti. Because okay. I believe Eric DeCosta will give him money because he knows how hard it is to, to win in this league without a quarterback. Yep. You, you, you see how everybody's looking? Look at the teams that don't have quarterbacks and look at the teams that, that have quarterbacks. <laughs> Most of those, every team in the AFC, Skip, look who the quarterbacks are. Patrick Mahomes, first-rounder. Josh Allen, first-rounder. Joe Burrow, number one overall pick. Justin Herbert, first-rounder. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. And Tua was, and Tua was he, he helped get him in the last. But he's the first. Da, ta-da. Yep, there you go. Brady is the, out, for the most part, Brady is the outlier. <laughs> he would be the outlier. As weird as that would sound. <laughs> Last point. Cincinnati Bengals are outraged about a coin flip that could determine home field advantage. You can't I, I got no sympathy. No. I got none. And and I know Joe Mixon, I, I love him as a player. Yeah. He does the anti-coin flip and stomps on it. You can't do it. No. It's what just happened. It's what I said last week. All bets are off. There's no fair or unfair anymore. It happened. Right. 
And everybody has to deal right. with it, including you guys. Yes, yes. And there was no, no, there's no, there was no real round it, Skip, no. because you didn't want to play, finish that game, and rightfully so. Rightfully the NFL so. was no, in no position to be able to play that game. So what? Push it. Rightfully so. So we're going to put. It happened. You're going to push the playoff, everybody back in the playoffs, so they can finish that game. Okay. And then now, hell, you damn near March playing the Super Bowl. That is correct. You just have to deal with deal what with happened yes. and hope that DeMar Hamlin has a full recovery. Yes. That's all you can hope for. Yeah. So I didn't want to see any anti Yeah, yeah, I, 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 dis, I dis, vehemently disagree yeah, with that. Right. And I love normally love celebration. I also disagree with the one they did in Pittsburgh also. Yeah. I think it was a little bit too early for that. Mm. Mm. Well, gentlemen, next up for the Buffalo Bills, the Miami Dolphins in Buffalo. The Bills won't have to face an enemy team in enemy territory at all. If they do get to that AFC championship game against the Chiefs, it'll be at a neutral site. Mm -hmm. All right. With the regular season wrapping up, let's talk postseason awards, guys. Who do you think is going to be NFL MVP? Skip and Shannon make their predictions. Coming up next. The homie. All right. So now that we've wrapped up the regular season, what about MVP? Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts, the top three favorites to win the award, according to Fox Bet Sportsbook. Shannon, I think I know your answer, but go on ahead. Who's your pick for MVP? Well, I picked him at the beginning of the year, and uh, he's going to be like a, a, a Jordan or a LeBron. He's always going to come into the season as the favorite because of what he's capable of doing. And what he's done, he should be a unanimous MVP now. Number one in QBR, number one in touchdown passes, number one in passing yards, first in yards per game passing, first in total offense, first in points scored, set an NFL record for the most offensive yards in NFL history, broke Drew Reese's record yesterday in a single season. I don't really – what, what he's in the, he locked up the number one seed for the third time in his young career. The other two times he's been the, the two seed. And he did all of this without, without a guy – I believe Tyreek Hill is the most dangerous player regardless of position. He's the most dangerous. He's the most electrifying. He strikes the most fear in an opponent. I'll buy that. He lost 17 over 1,700 receiving yards, and he went out there and led the league in passing. He led the league in every offensive statistical category that's meaningful and matters. So with that being said, Skip, it's a no-brainer for me. I don't think it's going to be close now because nobody's close in passing touchdown. Nobody's close in passing yards. No one is close in total yards. Uh, and the QBR is off the charts. He's won across the board. So he will be uh, the 2022 MVP. Look, <laughs> if we're just talking about Star Wars offense numbers, I cannot compete. And – I, I can't argue with one number that you spat out about this because those are all sensational. And I do agree Tyreek was a huge loss, and I did think he would struggle some without Tyreek. And maybe he struggled a little, but not a lot. Right. He still has the best pass-catching tight end ever, and even you have acknowledged yeah. that. Oh, yeah. And so that helped that he had a cornerstone. He had somebody he could lean on. And he took the guy that you didn't even want no more. You didn't like Justin. Justin, what's the guy? Watson. Justin Watson. Justin Watson. You see Justin Watson Ivy, on Saturday? Ivy League. Did you see him on Saturday? Yeah. It's my favorite line of the year. <laughs> Mahomes said in the OTAs, he said, who's that white guy? He can run. Right? He can. He can okay. run. He can run. Okay. So he did that. I'm not going to give up on Jalen Hurts because this is just me. 
it will be a crime if Jalen Hurts doesn't win MVP, and I don't like his chances because it's usually a numbers game. Uh And I can't do numbers with Jalen Hurts. I can do intangibles. I thought the year belonged to Jalen Hurts. He went 12-1 and as the starting quarterback of the Eagles, and even you agreed the one loss was at home to Washington, I believe it was on a Monday night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the three plays that turned the game were not Jalen's fault. Remember, even down to the Quez Watkins play where he had to, to go to his knees to catch the football, and then he got up and got it stripped? Yep. Okay, so I did first guess this because the moment he was drafted, I said the Eagles just stole Jalen Hurts in the second round, and he will change life mm-hmm. in that franchise. He has? Because he's the the counter opposite, the polar opposite of Carson Wentz mm-hmm. because he's a natural-born leader. Correct. He has the highest football character. His father was his high school coach. And the team wants to follow him I because agree. they believe in him. They believe in him in the weight room and on the sideline and in the huddle. They know he's going to make plays for them. They're not always conventional plays. But the job he did to turn himself into a very good thrower of the football when you had your doubts about him, which was certainly obvious, the issues that he was facing early on, could he throw it well enough to win somewhat from the pocket in this league? The answer is a big yes this year. He showed you again and again, Mm -hmm. I can do this. Because nobody saw this coming, obviously they had a good team. They went and got him AJ, Mm -hmm. which is a soulmate receiver of his. Mm -hmm. But he still did that from the start. He seized control not only of my division, but of this conference. And they wound up with the NFC East crown in a year it was pretty loaded because it turned from the least to the the beast. That, That was a hard division to conquer. And he conquered it. And they're the one seed in the conference. And I got it. They're the one seed on the other side. Right. And I give you all that. But what this man did for that franchise is against all odds where he became the driving force. What, what Mahomes is doing, he's been doing. And he did it, and he did it, and he did it <laughs> And again. I think that's what we take, we take for granted. Yeah, all right, there's some he's one, win, he's one win away okay, from being in his fifth we're, we're back championship to game. Jordan-esque, we're back yeah. to, could Michael have won the MVP every year? I LeBron, assume you yeah. could have made a case yeah. every year. <laughs> and after a while, you just say, well, okay, we, but what about him? We, we find yeah. a way to skip. If you look at Mahomes, two of his top producers at wide receiver, three of his top four and four of his top six, weren't even on the team last year. So he's taking guys, Valdez Scantling, Juju, Justin Watson, Mm -hmm. skip these guys, weren't even there. And he's doing that with these guys. And he lost, like I said, he lost Tyreek. Let's just say for the sake of argument, Skip, Tyreek's not going to have 1,700. But I think like to think that maybe he'd have 1,400, 1,500. So you tackled another two, three, four hundred yards to what his total is, he's going to blow the record out of the water. Okay, I got it. But yesterday... But like Mahomes on Saturday, yeah. had, threw for 202. It was, it was decent. Right. He was, he but they, was they ran the ball better they than ran, they have it they, in. They have. They, they did. But yesterday was a big deal for Jalen Hurts to play in that football game because they needed their leader back mm-hmm. just to say, okay, albeit against Davis Webb and, mm-hmm. and the backups for the Giants. But Nick Sirianni, the Eagles coach, said after the game, I know Jalen was hurting, and he was hurting bad, but that's the kind of competitor he is. That's the kind of person he is. That's the kind of teammate and leader that he is. 
to be able to go out there and tough it out. Mm-hmm. I, I believe he did tough oh, it no out, question. but, but yeah. I, don't, I don't know for sure because yeah, I good. always tell you, I don't know how but if you look, your but shoulder you, but is. But you look at the way he was throwing the ball. He wasn't throwing okay. the ball like he did didn't look good to me. Nope. did not look nope. good. Nope. Okay. And even so, he did throw for 229. He mm-hmm. didn't throw for 109. He threw for 229. Mm-hmm. It was good enough to get them through a game that they absolutely had to win. Yes. As far as going into the game, you yeah. thought you you got to go win this yeah. game, all right? And he did. Uh, I'm going to show you one throw that he threw to, to his friend AJ, J- just to show you. He did suck it up and make a throw like this again. Two twenty nine. Oh, yeah. It's not the lowest. Okay, so that's a big time throw. All right, all right. I'll I'll take it. I'll take it. it. It just shows me he got out there and he did what he had to do, and they didn't run him at all, mm-hmm. and it takes some away from their. The rushing attack because you don't have to honor him off the the, the right. edge anymore doing his right. read options. So I don't know. Now they get there two weeks to get right. ready, and and I don't know. He's now become uh, Lamar Jackson is the big X factor on one side, right. but, but he now becomes the biggest X factor on the other because I don't know if he's going to be able to get right. And see the thing, getting right, Skip, but, is, but he was in such a rhythm. The way he was orchestrating was this offense, Whew. and then you go two weeks interrupted, and now you're about to go another two weeks, yeah. so you're going to only be playing one meaningful game in about five, you know, two meaningful yeah. games in five weeks. That's a lot of time to miss when quarterbacks, so much of what they do is on rhythm. Yeah. And then when you look at also Mahomes, Skip, they're number one in total offense, number one in points scored. Yep. That's a lot of number ones no, it is. for you not, not okay. to win the MVP. Like I said, I think now it's going to be unanimous. I thought it was going to probably come down between him and Jalen, and I think with Jalen missing those two games, I think he's out now, so I think Mahomes will win the award unanimously. Mm. I almost wish there could be an AFC MVP and an <laughs> NFC MVP because I don't think there would be any issue on that. Right. I, I believe they would be the MVPs of their conferences. Right. Right. But Oh, you'd have like baseball, huh? AL MVP okay. and the NL right. MVP. Because I would like to see Jalen get rewarded somehow, some way for what Well, he, he better go win the Super Bowl. That's the only reward he's going to get. But well, is good. he going to be ready to do that? But, Skip, you know, they look vulnerable. Oof. They don't. They don't. I, I mean, to me, their defense looks vulnerable. They they do. But uh, Skip, I'm not. I mean, when you the only, like I said, San Francisco look like the best team in the in the in the in the NFC. Skip. I think we both can even with Brock Purdy, they look like the best team. He remains some big question mark to me. But your what? little man C Mac, he's changed life in San Francisco. But you but you got the final. In, in fact, I'll say it again. He would be MVP if he could have started from day one in San Francisco. I think the thing is for the 49ers, and I'm sure we're going to talk about them later this week, Skip, you're going to have to force the ball in his hands. You let them run the ball like they're running the ball, well, he's not going to have to do much. Force it Brock Purdy. Yeah, 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 Brock Purdy. Yeah. You're, going to have to, you're going to have to make him a, a participant and not a bystander. So, Because if you don't, if you can just let him get away throwing the ball 20 times a game and they're going to run it 30, 40 times a game, well, you're, asking, you're going to ask an awful lot for you to beat him. My own boy, take it. Go on and give me a second, but Skip. He huh? probably should have. He probably should have had two more. He probably should have had at least one more. Okay. Now I'm gonna pick my last two nits with my homeboy. <laughs> he did in two games that they lost with an interception. That's all I know. But I'm I'm picking nits here. But at Indy and home against Buffalo, he threw a pick to end the game. Yeah. And they did have a chance. They did have a chance. But look at the Skip. Look at these numbers. Mm-hmm. Look at okay. these. I can't do numbers. I can't fight. You got me. Skip, the man got 12, got 13, 14. The man got 1,500 more passing yards than Jalen Hurd. 1,500? So what was he going to do? He going to pass for like 700 yards a game? How about rush TDs? I mean, look at it. You got, you yep. got 45. We got 45. You got 35. Mm. So he, what do you got? So was he going to rush for 10 total touchdowns in those two games he missed? Mm. No. Mm. 
Uh, the quarterback ever rushed for five touchdowns in the game? Oh, but who saw Philly coming like this? And, and guess what? Mahomes was supposed to fall out because he lost Reek. Mm. You said it yourself. I you did. didn't expect these type of numbers. And he went through for more yards than he'd ever thrown before, even when he had Tyreek. When he had all those guys, he had Sammy Watkins, he had Tyreek, had all those big gangbusters. Mm. Never threw for yards like he got this. He okay. did that with Juju. Did all that right. with Steelers didn't want Juju. Okay, here's my final bottom line to this. If Patrick Mahomes had been the quarterback in Philadelphia to start this year, I don't think they would have been as good. Conversely, if Jalen had been the, the Chiefs quarterback, they definitely wouldn't have been as no. good. But, but what, what Jalen brought intangibly to Philly just ignited the whole franchise. Hold on. You're telling me so you're going to put Patrick Mahomes in Philly with A.J. Brown, Devontae? They wouldn't have been as good. <gasps> they, don't, they don't know it yet. They haven't been there and done any of this. It took Jalen to push them over the top. Skip that Mahomes boy. Okay, you instant, you instant. Super Bowl. They'd have been the prohibited favorite of Mahomes boy within in, uh, 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 Philly. Mm. With that, and Miles Sanders running the ball like that, mm -hmm. with that offensive line. Can you imagine with that offensive line protecting that man? When he, mm -hmm. he just threw for 50, he just threw for 6,000. The yards that you said Dak was going to throw. I ain't forgot you said that about Dak was going to throw for 5,700. I didn't yards. say that. That was some <laughs> Madden deal, right? The Madden. Remember the they Madden, mad. uh, whatever it was. They were maddening. The, they were maddening. <laughs> Jalen Hurts is a better leader than Patrick Mahomes. Not to say that Patrick's a poor leader. I just think Jalen's leadership intangibles were what propelled the Eagles this Skip, year. you don't saw the man in the playoffs. You see the man yep. take off and running, and they couldn't catch him. You see him dive like Superman and touch the pylon, yep. Skip. I mean, what else you want him to do? He don't throw no looks. He, you saw, did you see the touchdown he needed to get uh, McKinnon? Take that right there. I saw interceptions in two games. I saw him lose to Joe Burrow, and that was the third time he's lost to Joe that Burrow. They didn't know Sean Shane okay. lose to Joe Burrow. But he lost to Joe Burrow in the ASC Championship game in his house. And, and we might have to see him again. You just you will see him again. Might have to see him again. You will see him again. We'll just see. And my homeboy, hey, but the, the, the fact that my homeboy keep getting there, mm. uh, that's something you never hold. You, have you ever heard anybody say, man, the Chiefs' windows are closing? Mm. You ever heard anybody say that? Well, they asked Joe Burrow that last night, and he said, no, my window's open my whole career. Well, you, you, you know Patrick Holmes is only a year older than Joe Burrow. So that's who you got to see. You got to see him. Joe Burrow, 3-0 against Patrick Mahomes, and I'll take Burrow every time the money gets pushed to the middle. Well, Mahomes about to have two MVPs, a Super yep. Bowl MVP. How okay. many of them uh, Joe Burrow got? Well, we'll, we're about to find out because there might be one in his near future. We might be another one in our future. Another so. one. And know. another one. He's very lucky. He almost that lost to Jimmy Gag. Don't do that. He don't almost do lost that. to Jimmy Gag. He threw an interception late third, early fourth quarter. Two interceptions. And almost blew the game. Can you imagine if he didn't have – the man had five new starting offensive linemen on the Super Bowl. Mm. Five. And you talk about Tom You talk about Tom Brady got Robert Hainsey, and he still got two Pro Bowl tackles. <laughs> Well, they didn't play yesterday. Well, they played in the Super Bowl. Yep, they did. I don't know. It looked to me like Mahomes just stunk. Don't, don't do that, Skip. <laughs> don't do that. Don't like do stunk. that. The man running for his life. Since they started tracking, no quarterback has ever run that many yards. Running for his life and was still making plays. Mm. So he can't beat the goat and he can't beat the, the son of goat. We, we, want, we, 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 want the dog. we just want mm. the dog in the goat land year. Mm. Did we just want the dog? Did you not see what we did to him? And then we, we done did that to him twice. Skip, did you know we done beat him twice, three times in his, in his building? Yeah. We, we did that in New England, went to his house and beat the brakes off it. Okay. What happened in the two playoff games in which they have met? One was the AFC Championship game at Mahomes' house. That wasn't Mahomes' fault. 
You remember how Lamahol with 30 with like 10 seconds got him in field goal range? They lost the coin flip. Mm. That wasn't on my homeboy, because mm. you know what he was gonna do if he got the wait, Brady, they just, wait a minute. Brady converted three straight third and tens in overtime? This is what we know. <laughs> my homeboy is so dangerous, they changed the overtime rules because mm. of him. Mm. Let that sink in for just a second. That's something they never did for Tom. Mm. With 13 seconds, the man went and got a got a field goal range and took it over. They changed the rules mm. when they say game changer. When they Mm. Look no further mm. than Pat- one fifteen, one five. So Patrick Mahomes is zero and two in the playoffs against Brady, and he's zero and three overall against Mahomes. I mean, against Burrow. He's oh, three and two against Tom Brady though. But they changed the rules. Who did they change the overtime? Who made them change the overtime rules, Skip? Who did that? Can you acknowledge? Can you? That's the MVP right there. They should get for the next two years. He should be the MVP because he made them change the overtime rules. Did he not do that, Skip? Yeah. Jalen Hurts, I got your back. I got your back. Now go easy on my Cowboys next year. How about that? Maybe we'll see him again this year. I don't you make it seem like I don't like Jalen Hurts. I, I, think, I you, think you like him. I like you him a lot. I love him a lot. But you taking him or you taking Jalen Hurts or Mahomes? You, I'm going to give you a team. You're starting a team right now from scratch. Who you want? Okay, but that's not our argument here. This is about this year, what he did for this team. I ain't got number ones. Okay. First in QBR, first in touchdown passes, first in passing yards, yards per game, total offense, points scored. He set an NFL record for the most offensive yards in NFL history. Mm. I mean, I mean, can I get any other first you want? Yeah, I got one number for you, 12 and one. That was Jalen Hurts this year. We 14 and three. Mm. What's the Eagles record? I, when Jalen played 12 and one. Availability. Mm. Availability. Mm. It also goes into this. Availability. Mm-hmm. My man show up every week and give you these numbers. 308 passing. Mm. He do that. That's what he did. Mm. He did that. Well, I'd like to see Jalen versus Mahomes in a Super Bowl. That would be interesting. Ooh, I, I think my money would be on Jalen Hurts. You think so? Yep. Okay, we might find it out. We just might. <laughs> my, homeboy, my homeboy ain't nothing to play with, Skip. Now. He ain't nothing to play with. He ain't nothing to play hey, with. Now. He'll throw it to you when you least expect it. When you most need it. And he'll throw it over your head mm. when you least expect it. All right. And what about Trav? What are they going to do with Trav? My nephew going to be eating. <laughs> now that, there's a nephew who's a <laughs> real live, can't stop him nephew. Then what y'all going to do with him? You saw Dalton Schultz. They had Dalton Schultz looking like Gronk. No. You remember that Saturday, the Saturday game when they yes, played Dalton? Do I? <laughs> Dalton Schultz was going up and down. Like, all of a sudden, he, was, he thought he was uh, uh, Travis yep. Kelsey. Mm-hmm. It's all good. No skin. We will find out who wins MVP, gentlemen, Thursday before the Super Bowl. And then, of course, the winner will be presented at NFL Honors February 9th in Phoenix. All right. So to come this morning, (laughs) Skip, your Cowboys, are they going to be able to get revenge on the Buccaneers in the wild card round? Let's break down Dallas's chances up next right here on FS1. All right, Skip Cowboys, they're going to get a week one rematch against the Buccaneers in the wild card round next weekend. Dallas, a three-point favorite, according to Fox Bet Sportsbook. But, of course, Brady has a perfect record versus Dallas. Shannon, what's your early gut feeling on this game? Skip, it's not good. Skip, and I've been talking about this for like six weeks. I said the best situation for the Cowboys to finish in the five spot Finish run-up in the NFC East. Play the, play the uh, Buccaneers, the 4-5 matchup. That's a very favorable matchup. That was a bad loss yesterday. Skip, it's one thing to lose. It's another thing to look horrible in losing. In the last game of the season against a division opponent, and you look like that, that's what you put on tape. 
That's the, la- that's, that's the thing that Tom and the, and the Bucks are going to be looking at. Man, look how bad this team with so much to play for. You don't know what's going to happen. But you played like you were like, man, we never might as well just go on to Tampa. Mike McCarthy would have come out better just sitting those guys down. And that way we wouldn't have had to see this performance. Mm-hmm. But we saw it. It's too late. It's water under the bridge now, Skip. This was horrible. Dak threw his 15th, his league-time 15th interception, and he missed five games. Extending a streak of seven consecutive games in which he's thrown at least one interception. Three, uh, three pick sixes in his last four games. Skip, come on. And uh, this is what we do know. He's only played four playoff games, and he's thrown at least one interception in three of the four. That doesn't bode well. Mm. So I just, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to try to spend some positive because I did say I, this is the matchup that I thought would be very, very favorable for the Dallas Cowboys. But after that loss, Skip, and I know it's just one, but Skip, there, 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 there's a way that you can lose that's disheartening. And it, it puts a doubt. And don't let them, everybody, oh, man, I'm just as confident as I ever would. No, you weren't. No, no, stop it. Stop it. Guys that played this game, no. You lose a game like that to a team that's, that doesn't have anything to play for and they're on their backup to the backup quarterback and their best defensive player don't play and they handle you in which the way they handled you, that's not a good look going into the playoffs. I don't think care what anybody says. And even Jerry talking about, oh, that's the type. Remember, Skip, when they want these are the type of games that you win to go into the playoffs. Well, that's not the kind of game that you want to lose heading into the playoffs. Mm. Skip, I don't, I, I don't feel as good today as I felt on Friday when we were talking about this matchup. I promise you I don't. And I can't even fake it like, oh, man, I'm good. Hey, I just can't. Unfortunately, neither can I. Shannon Sharp, you got me. <laughs> I'm cornered. Back to wall, I feel like I can't win. I've said all year long that my Cowboys will make it to the NFC Championship game. And now they have to get through that guy down in that stadium in Tampa. Something they've never done before. They've never, Cowboys, a Cowboys team has never beaten a Tom Brady team. Ever. <laughs> Dak Prescott has one playoff win on his resume against Russell Wilson and the Seahawks at Jerry World. Mm-hmm. That's it. Period. End of story. The guy down there, albeit at age 45, has won 35 playoff games, including seven Super Bowls <laughs> out of 10 Super Bowls. Yeah. The guy down in Tampa, I always tell you, you just got to be careful with him because he's the one guy you should never bet against. Well, you bet against him all year and they've struggled and they've fumbled and stumbled and they've been hurt and they've been old and they've been this and they've been that and they haven't been able to get it together except when they absolutely had to in Munich, they beat Seattle. And when they absolutely had to beat Carolina to win this division, by God, they went out and did a number on them. And Brady throws for 432 and hits Mike Evans three straight times for touchdowns after Mike Evans had caught zero touchdowns in the last 11 football (laughs) games. It's impossible. It just can't happen, and it did. I don't know why Brady pushed to play yesterday. I'll go to my grave not getting that. But whatever, they look pretty good on the opening drive. And I can just tell you this. They feel a little better about themselves than the Dallas Cowboys oh, feel absolutely. about themselves. Yeah, yeah. So here we go. And here we came, full circle. So what did I tell you before opening night at Jerry World? I told you, I believe Brady will win the battle tonight, but the Cowboys will win the war because they will get even with Brady at some point down the line. 
And well, it's down the line. <laughs> I, it's, we, it, it came way before I needed it. I, I needed it to come a little later. I, I, I you wanted to be it. in the championship yes, game. Yes, absolutely. So now I look back at what happened on opening night, and it's just like aberrations are everywhere because playoff Lenny, Leonard Fournette, on opening night at Jerry World, he ran for 127 yards. It's by far the most he ran for the whole year. The next on his list was 71. I was going to say, did he have 121 yards, 127 yards no, total never, for the rest of the year? No, he never sniffed 100. Okay, so he had 127 on opening night. They had 152 on opening night. They just didn't do that. They finished dead last in rushing because that's how bad they were, and they didn't look like they could run the ball yesterday at all. Opening night, what happened? All of a sudden, I look up in the first quarter, and Tom Brady drops back and hits some guy. Oh, wait, who's that? Oh, it's Julio Jones. <laughs> he hit him for a 48 right up the right boundary. Remember this? Yep. It was a big throw in that game, set up a, a touchdown in that game. And Julio caught three balls for 69 yards in that game. Would you believe that was it? The, the next highest total he had was against Seattle and Munich. He had 53 yards in that game. And he caught a grand total of 24 balls this year because he was never right. He was never healthy after no. opening night. 24 balls <clears throat> for a career low 12.5 per catch. It, it just, he was kind of a non-factor. Yeah. And even yesterday, I was hoping maybe he'd get a few reps. No, nope, he can't go. His knee's not right. I, what am I supposed to do with this? So he was supposed to be your quote-unquote speed receiver that you added in place of, I guess, A-B. Right. I mean, they're completely different right. receivers, but just to give you a little bit of pop and, and deep speed. Right. Nope. So he wasn't there. So I, I say, yet, what happened that night? Brady had a QBR of 55, which is a little above average. Dak had a 20 and played his worst game of the year, and his thumb got busted right. at the end of the game, and he was gone for five. And well, you said that was his worst game, and he played worse yesterday. And he played way worse yesterday. <laughs> so I told you to start this show. I liked nothing about yesterday. I, I hated that they, they actually keyed into this game, and the, the quarterback said last week, we need to go win a football game. We, we need to show people what we're capable of. And to your point, you mentioned CeeDee Lamb's talking about, we haven't played our perfect game yet, but we're one play away from a perfect game. Well, you were about... 70 plays away from <laughs> a nightmare yesterday, yeah. and it was your worst game of the year. Yep. So, so to me, I'm, I'm stuck between the proverbial rock and a hard place because I, I don't like it either way. I, it's like I, I can't – you could say you can't lose. No, I, can't, I feel like I can't win this game. Right. Okay, do I think in the biggest picture Dallas is better than – yes, I do. Right. I've thought that all year. Yeah. They, they, they flex their firepower occasionally. You say, oh, look at that. But that's the problem, though, Skip, because they've been – when they take the field, they're not as many, they're not many teams that they've taken the field against this year that's as talented as they are. But that's mm-hmm. the problem is that they play down. You look at yesterday, Skip, they was 22% on third down, 33% on fourth down. I mean, they're four of 18. I mean, that's six, Another six penalties for 74 okay. yards right. and lost the time of possession battle 36 minutes to 24 minutes. Yep. Okay. And, and that's what you put on death. That's the last game. Ooh, but hey, we, let's, let's show everybody we're ready for the playoff. Yep. Okay. We're not ready. And all year, J. Ron Curse has been a quiet force of yes. safety. He banged his head on the, the turf yesterday, yep. and they took him out of the game, and they yep. took his helmet away. Yeah. I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess. I don't know this for a fact that he's going to go in concussion protocol. Yeah, absolutely. Will he be ready for a week from tonight because it's going to be the Monday night they game? They seem to be airing on the cloud of caution. You see what they did to Devontae Adams. They lined up in the slide. They kept. No. No. Nope. Okay. Sorry. They touched gone. him on. 
Okay. Let me talk to you for a second. So you took, I I have a strength at safety because I got Malik Hooker and I got Donovan Wilson. They've both been very good in their own right. Right. But but I'm taking away a a big force back there with with Tom Brady at the helm. I just, I I just don't know that there is that one guy down there in Tampa. I just don't bet against in games like this. You know and I know, however well he can play at 45 with he'll the play. pieces around yeah, him, he'll, he'll play, he'll play yeah. that. Yeah. He'll, he'll be yeah. that guy. Yep. Will Ryan Jensen be able to jump in at center after he hadn't played the whole year? I don't know. No, Maybe for Brady yeah. he'll try. But in, in the end, I, I get that Dallas is a three-point favorite because they should be. In fact, when, when I've been thinking at, uh, the last couple of weeks – maybe two weeks ago, I was thinking Dallas might be a seven-point favorite. Right. Seriously. Because that's how much better they should be from Tampa. Tampa has – what have you said a thousand times this year? Tampa's just not a good football <laughs> team, <laughs> right? Not. Okay? So, so we're sitting here going back and forth because of one, quote-unquote, meaningless game yesterday in which Dallas stunk like you, you – it's hard to stink that yeah. bad. And yet Jerry's saying, well, now we see what, you know, what we're made of. If that won't motivate you, nothing will motivate you. Well, I can tell you this, Jerry Jones, your, your head coach will not motivate this right. team or re-motivate this team going into this game at Tampa. So what, what y'all going to do about them turning? So y'all got a lot of issues. I mean, you're turning the ball over, Skip. Yep. You're struggling to run the ball now. Your defense struggling. You gave up 150. Six times you've given up at least 150 yards rushing this year. Hmm. And now all of a sudden, you look at the last month, month and a half of the season, you're not attacking the quarterback nearly. Now, you got him three times yesterday, but you got Trevor Lawrence once. What you call You didn't get to the quarterback in Tennessee, and that was Joshua Do- I mean, you scale, I mean, maybe we should have, maybe, given what have transpired leading up to Sunday, yep. maybe we should have saw this coming because you guys haven't looked good defensively in a very long time. No, against Gardner Minshew, Joshua Dobbs, and Sam Howell, in order. Right. And your confidence level is what? And where is Micah? Is he beat up? I, I don't know. Save us, Micah. I, I need you to rise and shine. I think what happened, Skip, is that we looked at the game against Minnesota. They blew him out. We looked at the fourth quarter against Indy. They scored 33 points. 33 And then we were like, okay, the Cowboys have arrived. But we look, we forgot to look at all the things leading Heck, up to how that. How about Detroit? 21 to nothing in the second, second half. half. Yeah. Okay, I'll take it. And I kept telling you, whew. That, that's impressive. Yeah. That's, like, seriously impressive, right? You can't overcome turnover, Skip. Your okay. quarterback is putting the ball in harm's way far too much. Way and too you're much. just not good. There are very few teams that can consistently put the ball in harm's way and play good enough offensively to overcome that. Your quarterback, your offense isn't bad. Okay. But on the other side, the Tampa Bay Bucks cannot rush the pass. They, <laughs> they, 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 they they're can. 28th graded pass rush. Yeah, they, they, they don't have. They lost Shaq Barrett, who, yeah. who did play on and opening night. Carl Nassib is, is was he's been banged up. He, does, yeah. he didn't play yesterday. I don't know, but that's the Carl Nassib's all they got. Right. Really, that Tryon Stoyink is pretty yeah. decent, but whatever. They can't do that, and they can't run it a lick. Right. They are way dead last in running the football. So it's Brady or bust. It's why. He led the league, and it's why he Pass set attempt. his own record because <laughs> it's all they have. Right. But I don't know if you can protect him. If, if Dallas can't get right, if the pass hush can't turn into a pass rush against these guys, right. then, then you don't belong in the playoffs. Well, it's too bad. It's, too bad. it's, it's two teams that, that are – well, I guess you can't say the Cowboys are disappointing because they did win 12 games. But over the last month, hey. I have, you, have, you can't be pleased with what hey, you saw. At, at midseason, I would think – I would have said this pass rush against Brady, what's left of his offensive line at exactly. 45. And obviously, 
if, if you get to him, he just dirt balls it. Right. He's not going to stand in and take a shot in the mouth. He's not going to do it. Wouldn't you think this – Micah got him twice on opening night. You, wouldn't you think Micah could get him twice now? No, Skip. Your secondary on that other side, away from uh, Stefan Diggs. Yeah, it's shaky. Ooh. I don't know. They're playing guys over there I'd never even heard of yeah, yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Some guy named Mullen, they just picked up. I'm like out of Clemson. And that was, and that was a P.I. he got on, on, on Homer McClory. It, it was terrible. <laughs> it was just terrible. But I don't know what these guys then, are coming from. I mean, you got boss man fans who can't get on the field in that corner. He's, he's and you got Mullins and, and you got the, the other. It's Mike Evans is going to have a big day against y'all. Y'all better, y'all better roll coverage. Okay. From Minshew to Dobbs to Hal to the GOAT. <laughs> Okay. Y'all made Sam Howell look like the GOAT. Yeah, and Jason Garrett made the point last night that Dallas's pass rush on grass, because this is yeah. real live grass, yeah. it just slows you up a little bit. Right. You know? I mean, they were on pace to that. You see Philly, I think Philly came up just a couple of sacks shy of the yeah. record. You guys were ahead of Philly in sacks. Yeah, and one final quick point. Now Dan Quinn is being reported as a candidate for your Broncos, yeah, right. as Jim Harbaugh is, obviously. But, yeah, right. but now it's just distraction. You, you can't interview until the Tuesday after this game. That's right. the new NFL rule. Well, we talking. Okay, you're probably talking on the phone. Yeah, you, know you can't make no promises. No. With everybody, he, Dan Quinn, everybody's like, hey, Jay, what you going to do? Now, we have we, all this, and now you say, hey, Make me the head coach, or I got yep. to go ahead and go to Greener Pasture. <laughs> okay. Well, Jerry might be saying, just hold, hold on tight here. No, I can't, no, no, sure. no, 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 Skip, I can't hold on anymore. Because yeah. these jobs, hey, these jobs fill up fast. If you notice, they don't hold coaching vacancies. Hey, seriously, you brought this up earlier. But if Dallas goes down and stinks it up at Tampa and they're one yeah. and done, <laughs> I promise you Dan Quinn's going to have a real good shot at getting elevated yeah. here. I promise yeah. you. As much as Jerry loves his son, Mike McCarthy. Because that would be two horrible exits this from the playoffs. It would be horrible. He, he's on a hot seat. Because right? the last two years, Jerry been talking like Super Bowl skills. Oh, yes. Yep. That matchup was in Dallas, and the Bucks won 19-3. Kind of fitting that one of their seasons will end against the other one Uh-oh. this upcoming Monday in Tampa. <laughs> you lose okay, either way, Skip. Okay, guys, we've been so busy talking <laughs> about win. NFL playoffs. We have not been able to discuss NBA. We've got to get to that a little bit this morning. Let's start, let's start with LeBron, let's Shannon. Is he sending oh. mixed messages oh. to the Lakers? Oh, we'll explain Mm-mm. in just a moment. Mm. The Athletic is reporting LeBron's patience with the Lakers roster is waning. They quoted the King as saying, y'all know what the bleep should be happening. Well, yesterday, LeBron came back and tweeted clarifying his stance saying, quote, actually, my patience isn't waning. You make it sound like I'm frustrated when I'm really not. I told you over and over, my job is focused on the guys in the locker room. My job isn't the roster. That's the reality of that conversation. And I said what I said with the utmost respect and calmness because that's the mood I'm in. You're welcome. Five-game winning streak. Easy. 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 unpack there. Shannon, help us out. What are you making of it all? Did you see the calm? I mean, I I, I read that with the calmness in which LeBron tweeted it. Mm. A lot of times it's hard to read something. It's hard to get something in writing because it doesn't it come off the – but I read that with the calm. LeBron was just tweeting, like, this is what I said. This is what well, I meant. What did he say to the athletic? I mean, that ain't what he said. You try to put that emphasis on it. LeBron James – LeBron said, I'm doing what I can control. Y'all see what I'm doing? 29-8-7. That's what I can do. 
Five-game winning streak. You saw what I did. Oh, you kept talking. Remember how you were talking about uh, uh, how they lose to Sacramento? Mm-hmm. Went to Sacramento, drove the ball on Sabonis, and won, and made the free throw. After what I did on Saturday night, mm. at the end of the day, upper management has to do what upper management does. LeBron James, hey, play your butt off. Make sure the guys are ready to play on a nightly basis. Mm. The big gun is down. Anthony Davis is down. So yep. until he gets back, I'm going to need you to do even more. Russ yep. was phenomenal. TB, say it with me. TB, Thomas Bryant. Giving us numbers every night. Every night. And it ain't missing but like two or three shots. So I mean, who needs AD? Don't do that. No, seriously. <laughs> yeah, we do. We need AD. Well, he's been doing a pretty good imitation of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Skip, as much as I understand what LeBron has said, LeBron said, I'm giving you these numbers, but what do they actually mean if I don't make the playoffs? If I don't make a deep run, if I don't compete for a title, <sighs> 29, 8, and 7 does nothing for me. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna pass, I'm gonna pass Kareem. That's a foregone conclusion. Mm. And when it's all said and done, I'm probably gonna have 44, 45,000 points. But I want to contend for titles. And I need people that's in position that can help me compete for titles as far as making roster moves. I need them to do their job. Mm. And so that was good. Did <laughs> you know? I started uh, uh, asking you to go to the game with me, but you know. Yeah, I, I figured you were busy on a Friday well, well, then, night. That was the day you were on a date night. No, if I go and I'm sitting next to you, LeBron ain't coming over. He's coming over. Look at him. Think about that view. Look at my that view. Look at my that view. Yeah, there he is. He coming over. Yeah. What, what's he whispering to you? Not I want to know. That's a private conversation. That's a private conversation. I want to know. I want to know. Yeah. He said, he, he said, I, I have he, a sneaking suspicion. No, a, I know what he said. He said, oh, you the GOAT. He said, oh, you the GOAT. Keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. And, hey, I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. Skip, look, LeBron is under contract at least to 2024. And so he's kind of like, he, he's boxed in right now. He can't do anything. He has at least one more year. Now, summer 24, he can opt out. We'll see what, Bron- what Bronny does, the direction that he goes in, because yeah. he had an interview, Skip, with Dave McMenamin, and he made it abundantly clear. I got to be on the court with my boy for at least one year. That's the ultimate. E- either way, whether he's with or against. Right. Well, he said I, I'd even I, I'd play against him if I had to. Yeah. So yeah. for me, Skip, look, I, I, I look. LeBron said he said I said what I said. Skip, we know how LeBron feels. He wants he wants a move that says, okay, Rob, okay, Jeannie, y'all serious about winning a championship? That's what he. That's what he said. Basically, that's what I. That's what I got out of it. Because I don't need Sam Amick to ask him. I don't need anybody else to ask him. We've heard enough from this year, Skip, for him saying. I want to win a championship. Mm. And I don't believe, I mean, basically, I don't think he believes that the current roster they has can win him a championship. It's that. I mean, the, the West, Skip, there's no big, there's no mythological team. No. There are no 80 Lakers in the West right mm-hmm. currently. No. Nope. There's no 2017-18 Golden State Warriors in the West currently. Mm-mm. So if I move here and AD can come back and give us four months of help, that's all we need. Give us five, five months. Let's see. February, let's see. February, March, April, May, June. Five months of help. Go to bring one home for us. Mm. Go to bring it. Go with bring the big, the big one, that trophy fish, Skip. Mm. I, you ever been fishing? Like, damn. And it's like, what happened? Man, I had one bigger than this one. They got away. If they give me one piece. I only fish for perch. Yeah. <laughs> so you sure fishing. You might as well mm. stay on the banks and do yeah. that fishing. I'm trying to get in the boat and go way out there because I want to bring him back. Yep. I want to catch a fish so big the pitcher weigh 10 pounds. Mm. Yeah, that's what I want. So within about a month, my man across the table, Shannon Sharp, Le Shannon Sharp, has gone from there's no way we're going to make the play-in tournament to we're going to win the championship. Did you see him playing like this? What get, what, did you see Go doing what he's doing right now? 13 straight games with at least 25 points mm. with more to come. Okay. I'm going to hark back to what my friend at ESPN, Brian <laughs> Windhorst, used to tell me going way back to like 
2009. What did he say? Brian covered LeBron from like middle school on. <laughs> and he said he's always classically passive aggressive where he, he pushes and then he pulls back and he pushes and he pulls back. And you're never sure exactly how far is he pushing before he's going to pull back. Well, this was classic push pull because. I, I can only read you what he said to Sam Amick as he walked away from me. He turned around 20 feet away as they were walking toward the bus. This is after the game on Saturday night when right. they had won at Sacramento, which is – it's a big deal. It's yeah. hard. They're really good. Yeah. De'Aaron Fox scored 17 in the fourth quarter, and it wasn't enough. Yeah, good. He is really good. Yeah. He's walking away, and he sort of turns over his shoulder and yells, y'all know what the F should be happening I don't need to talk. Right. Okay. Well, he's doing passive aggressive message because then he goes on Twitter. As well, then why you keep asking me, Skip, if you know? walks it completely back like, hey, I, my patience isn't waning, blah, blah, blah. It's all, all good. No, it's not all good because you wanted it out there that you want a little fire lit under Rob Palenka yeah. and Jeannie Buss yeah. because you need a little more help. But you're getting sensational help that that I certainly didn't see coming because Dennis Schroeder. Dennis Schroeder's playing out of his hey, mind. He's out of his mind. He's playing out of his mind. He's unbelievable. He, he can't miss. No, from three, he can't miss. <laughs> he just can't miss, and he's shooting these high-arcing shots. And then LeBron did make a nice and one with 48 seconds left. But then down the stretch, Dennis Schroeder said, I got you. I got this. They put the ball in his hands. Okay. At, at, the last the of, shot. at the end of the game, I didn't think LeBron really wanted to mess with the ball. But Schroeder went and got the ball, and Schroeder did what I've always – I just pound the table for LeBron to do it because he's still – you know what? He is still the greatest driver of the basketball in the game today. He's 6'9", what are we giving, 250? Yeah, he looks a little lean out a little bit. Ambidextrous. Mm-hmm. You, you, he plays bully ball. He's 38 years of age, and he, he I plays, can't tell. When, it's, when he's playing bully ball, he's 28. Yeah, 38 okay? and 28. All right, he's got his hat on backwards. He's with the kids. He's kidding the kids. Mm-hmm. He, he's clowning yeah, the kids. Yeah. They can't keep him from the rim. Okay, so on the last play of the game, Schroeder says, I got it. I got you. And he drives it on De'Aaron Fox and gets him to – it was a, a thigh foul where yeah. he banged legs yeah. with him. But it was a – they challenged him. But it was a foul. It was a foul. And Dennis Schroeder goes right to the free throw line, and he just arcs two yeah. swishes. Yeah. And they were like, no doubt. Just like he as, did against the Heat. As, as soon as it left his hand, it was like, boom. Yeah. I, I was watching with Ernestine. I said, he'll make these two yeah. free throws. And he just steps up there. That little man is cold-blooded yeah. now. And he messed himself up. He had his money right in the middle of the table from the Lakers, yeah. and he said no. And, boy, you want to talk about losing a bunch of money. Maybe he's going to make some of it but back But think now. about it, Skip. He had an opportunity to stay. He was never going to get that opportunity no. in Boston. No. Because Marcus Smart's the point guard, and Marcus don't want anybody to come in there and upset what he had going on. Okay. So, so. I saw his family on the local telecast the other night. He's starting a family. And it's yeah. like maybe he can earn some of this money back. Yeah. And Thomas Bryant is just, hey, listen. He's the hardest working man in the NBA. He goes out there and he gives you every, every, every ounce, ounce. Every ounce. Every ounce. And, <laughs> every ounce. And he's getting dead eye where he, he's shooting five-foot little, yeah. little baseline shots and making swishing them. Yeah. My God, where did this come from? And remember, they didn't have Austin Reeves the other night, and they didn't have Lonnie Walker the fourth. Okay? You, you've got enough help now. You can do this. Obviously, if AD comes back, you could be a factor in the West. Right. Okay, so what does he want Rob and Jeannie to exactly do? We need a shooter. Get okay. A, get a, okay, get a how? Get a Bogdanovich from Detroit. With what? Hey, hey, I don't know. Find a fair and away. 27. Like, like, like Smokey pick? Mama, when she gave okay. him that dollar bill and said, give me a pack okay. of cigarettes, she told me that ain't enough. Okay, they but, make it enough. Okay, but Jeannie is saying, I'm not going to give away my only two assets because, LeBron, you won't be here when they come to fruition. And you won't get a right? championship 
unless I'm here. I'm here right now. Let's do this right now. You worried about tomorrow. Skip, I don't worry about tomorrow. I live for today. She's God ain't promised me that. She's not going to do it. She's not going to do it. And I'm, all, I'm still mad because I missed okay. the dunk. Okay. I was right there. I need to hire me a videographer to follow me everywhere I go because he could have got this dunk. Yep. All right. And here's the last point I'm going to make, just for the record. They still have to overcome LeBron's three-point shooting because it's just horrendous. And I don't know what happened to it. He went one of six the other night to fall. He he's now in the twenties. He's at twenty-nine point five. That's thirty. Okay, all right. I'll give you thirty percent. He, he he now ranks one hundred and fifty-first of one hundred and fifty-second qualified three-point Damn. shooters. Guess who's one fifty-two? Russ. Hey, I ain't gonna let you talk Russ. about Russ. I ain't gonna let you talk about Russ. Okay. Russ had fifteen assists. Twenty-three, fifteen, twenty-three, fifteen, and five. Russ, you can't say nothing bad about Russ. If okay. Russ gonna give me fifteen assists, he can turn the ball over four times. He is he the worst. Twelve percent from three. He's the worst three-point so, shooter in the league. Every time he starts to shoot, I say, "What are you doing?" Who's the best? Every assist? time LeBron passes it to him, where he's wide open for a three, I say, "LeBron, don't give him the ball." Who, who's the best assist guy off the bench, though? Mm, he is. You keep on finding that talk okay. about that negativity. Well, okay, okay but you go. Okay. You, you wanted Russ out of here, and now you want him in here. I, I wanted, <laughs> wanted. I do not any longer. So now they're going to win the championship. I didn't say that. But we get you, a piece. We're going to continue. Close. We get AD back. If AD can give us five healthy months, yep. we get bogey. Mm. AD, five healthy months. That, that's, that's, all like, that's all I need, Skip. That's all I need. That would be a miracle. That's all I need. You need a miracle. You know, a, a God, you know, you know my heart. You know I don't ask for a whole lot. But if you give me AD and five healthy months, I think you ask for a whole lot. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do. I do. <laughs> I second that one. All right, gentlemen. Next test for the Lakers comes tonight. They are on the road versus the Denver Nuggets. Denver's oh, won 12 can, out of their last We're going to do a job on you. No, you're not. We're going to do a job you're on you. We're going to lose this game. All right, guys. Back to the NFL when we come back. Did we see Aaron Rodgers for the final time on a football field last but, night? Mm, you're going to want to hear what he had to say <laughs> post-game. That's next on Undisputed. And I won't back down. The season is over for Aaron Rodgers and the Packers after last night's dramatic loss to the Lions. After the game... Rodgers could be heard telling Lions wide receiver Jamison Williams, nah, he didn't want to swap jerseys because he was going to hold on to this particular one. And then, while talking to reporters post-game, Rodgers was asked about his future. Take a listen. I mean, it's a little raw right now. You know, it's just a little bit after the game, so. Uh, I want to take the emotion out of it and have conversations and see where the organization's at and see how I feel after some time has passed. Here we go. Um, could you really walk away from that from that contract? I mean, that's an enormous amount of money and you guaranteed it. I was, I'm assuming for a reason. You asked for it to be guaranteed for a reason. Yes. Money is energy and uh, I have made a ton of it and I'm very thankful for this organization, uh, the generational wealth that they've uh, offered me, hopefully feel like that I've earned a lot of it. But, yeah, for sure. I, I can definitely walk away from that. Wow. Shannon, can you actually see Aaron Rodgers retiring? Hell no. He ain't walking away from $60 million a year. Mm. They don't make enough Johnny Walker or doers. McCallum. That's true. 
I think it's 110 total because you got the next yeah, two years. Yeah, you got, right? 50, you got 50. Last year, you got 50, and okay. they had 60. That was okay. the 110. And then, then there's 49 the next yeah. year. It's, it, yeah. Man ain't, walking, man ain't walking away from that. Now, Skip, see, he, this is speculation that he wanted. Now, Jamison Williams looked like he was confused, like, but you told me before I could get – and then Aaron moves along. See, he knows, I want to hold on to this one. Aaron didn't want to trade his la the last game jersey. Mm. That must be mean something. Mm. See, he's got to get everybody speculating. Yep. And he's going to talk about He's going to take the emotion. You've never taken the emotion out of it because you've never forgiven the Packers for taking Jordan Love. Mm -hmm. So the emotion is still in it. Mm. That's something you've never done. What you mean take the emotion out of it? How you take the emotion out of that horrible loss that you had to uh, uh, Tampa? That mm. horrible loss you had to San Francisco? The horrible loss that you just suffered? At home, three straight home. games, three your straight season times. ended at home. That is correct. Man, Jared Rice, you need to stop that speculation. Oh, I've made a ton of it. I'm not going to... You've been holding this, this organization hostage for at least five to six years. And here we go again. And you hold, I'm going to hold them hostage. Yes, you are. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, that's exactly what you want to do. Mm -hmm. I want to see what the difference is. Man, you know they wanted you. That's why they gave you the money. That's why they did it. If they, didn't want you, you. They, if they didn't want you, they'd have moved on. They would have. But now you're talking about, I want to see what the organization, what they're thinking, what their thought process is. You know what their thought process is. You love the fact that you get to hold them hostage again. He does. And you think you slick. And by doing what you did, oh, I'm going to hold on to this jersey. Man, what's so special about that jersey? Could it possibly be Aaron Rodgers' last game? Yeah. It could be because normally, like I said, Jameson Williams seemed confused. He's like, I, you, you, man, mm -hmm. he, I don't care. You can retire or not. All I know is you stunk, stunk. this year and you stunk last night. Again. So whether you retire or not, you go on Pat McAfee's show for the rest of the week and do a go and do a guest spot on Saturday Night Live. Yep. You stunk. Mm. Vintage master media manipulator. All-time blame-deflecting diva. Now he's planted seeds of, I might walk away, so that Packer Nation will get down on its knees once again and say, please don't go, Aaron. Please come back and yeah. save us again. No, he's holding you hostage, yep. as you just noted. The biggest Packer fan I know is your nephew, Wayne. And <laughs> remember when Aaron said R-E-L-A-X? Yeah. Wayne tweeted earlier. I'm, I'm sorry, texted me earlier in the show. He texted this, these letters, R-E-L-A-P-S-E, R-E-L-A-P-S-E, because that's what Wayne thinks. It's relapse. It's yeah. not relax. And I said, beautiful, bingo, because <laughs> that's exactly what just happened. Exactly. You just relapse back into what? The past two years. Yeah, and, and now he's saying, well, a lot of older guys, I don't know if they're going to bring them back. And I, I don't know if I want to be a part of it. Below Whatever. Yeah, you want to just control the whole organization. So, in other words, you want to hold them hostage again, yes. huh? Yeah. Oh, uh, that's what the, it's about. Money is energy. What is excuses? Yeah. Is excuses energy? Money because is you, energy. What does that mean? Well, I like, I, I would need all of it. I need a lot of energy then. So, give me all you got. Yeah, but he's saying money is energy and I don't need it. No, no, I'll, I'll bet you do. And I will bet you you don't walk away. I bet he don't either. Yeah. I bet he don't either. Bet he need to stop this, man. I feel sorry for Packer Nation, man. Well, he go, You're stuck. He gonna hold him hostage. He got him hostage yeah. again for another year. Yeah. Dangle him out the window just like dirty, just like dirty red had him in the fire hard. We hanging him out the window. That is correct. Yep. Certainly not the ending Packer Nation had envisioned at the beginning of this season, gentlemen. Mm. All right. Well, the Texans regret playing themselves out of that number <laughs> one draft pick, guys. I got to get your take on this situation in Houston. That's coming up yeah. next.
The Texans lost the number one overall pick in the draft after a 32-31 win against the Colts yesterday. After the game, Houston also fired head coach Lovey Smith. Didn't even wait for Black Monday. It's the Chicago Bears who now pick number one overall. They lost to the Vikings yesterday. Shannon, what's your biggest takeaway from this situation unfolding in Houston? If I didn't know better, 25 must be a cousin of Lovey Smith. <laughs> Skip, ain't that? no way. Ain't what no way you been judged the ball that bad. Ooh, what is he doing? But Skip, that was Lovey giving them the on the way out the door. Was he, it? Yeah, I'm going to do for you. Because that's why I'm going to go for two. I'm going to go for two and win this thing. You and did. y'all going to give up all those picks. Because yep. you did me dirty. Y'all did David Cully dirty. You did Romeo Cornell dirty. So guess what? I'm going to do you dirty. That's true. I'm going to lose the number one pick. Because guess what? Chicago already got a quarterback. Chicago said, we're going to see it pretty. We might keep it. We might not. What are you willing to give? Because look what Trey Lance got. Chicago, they're going to see if they can find a, a dummy big as they was to trade up one spot to get Mitchell Trubisky and give up a king and ransom to get him. Remember, they traded up one spot to get Mitchell Trubisky when they could have stayed there because wasn't nobody coming up to get him. Mm. Love it to put dead okie doke on him. He said, y'all did me dirty. Mm. Y'all know good well I ain't have no chance to win. Look at the quarterback y'all gave me. And so now, on my way out the door, <laughs> like, like Gator Skipper in a, a Jungle Feeble, yep. when Gator came down, he said, Mama, this last dance for you. He did. <clears throat> it comes down the line. Okay. This last dance for you, McNair. I'm out. <laughs> well, didn't it feel a little like Lovey got fired for winning? Yes, right? yes, yes. Like they just said, okay, that's enough. You're gone. Because sure. I'm watching. I'm looking at the thing. Come on, I was like, what? Well, damn, Texas. What are you doing? Do y'all not want Bryce Young? I mean, what? Mm, okay. So I warned you on Friday this could happen. <laughs> and now that leads me back to the Bears I once upon a time covered in Chicago. Okay. Okay, I'm going to say this one more time, and I believe it heart and soul. This is no shot at Justin Fields. I just believe that Bryce Young will be a little better quarterback in the National Football League than Justin because he throws it better than Justin ever will throw it. Because Bryce, listen, Bryce Young, and I think you agree, you want to talk about a clutch dart thrower. Hey, hey, he's got a wing on him, and he can move also. The issue is, is he a big enough man to take the pounding at the next skip, level? Unfortunately, Skip, he can't take that pounding that Justin Fields just took last year, Skip. Well, I don't know Justin Fields line, can take the pounding. That's what I'm saying. But, Skip, I'm in a great spot. If I'm the Bears, I'm in a great spot. I might trade Justin Fields. Uh, he's a hot commodity. He's better than a lot of these quarter teams, yeah, quarter, buy, the quarterback they got. Okay, that is what I would do. I would go forward with Bryce Young, and I'm not – I, I hate to wish this upon Bryce Young, what you're talking about with that. They, they got to get the offensive line <laughs> They're terrible. But listen – you can go farther with Bryce doing what he does great as opposed to what Justin does great because he took my breath away as a running quarterback. I don't know that he can throw it well enough unless he does what Jalen Hurts did to turn around right. his passing game. And I believe he can. I believe he'll go in the lab and work at throwing the You're football because to. his legs, his legs oh, are better I, than Hurts. I've never seen his leg, like His legs might be second to, uh, uh, you're talking about Lamar's legs. Yeah. But I believe, like I said, Skip, but I saw him throw the ball at Ohio State. I didn't see these running skills at Ohio State. I didn't see him at all. Did, did he, uh, Okay, he, he doesn't have the make you miss of, of uh, Lamar, but, he, man, once he gets going. He can going, just step on the gas oh, and can disappear on you. Man, you look like Eric Dickerson to me. So you would, you would trade Justin Fields. I would. I'm not so I sure I wouldn't would. trade Bryce Lung. Skip, I believe he can give me three first-rounders. Okay, well, a that's couple, a fact. Yeah. Okay, you can do that. And I can, I can build. Okay, but but ultimately, you're going to have Justin Fields and somebody else is going to have Bryce Young, okay. and you're going to have to live with, with his rise. And I'm going to go out there and there's a free agent wide receiver. I'm going to go out there and get Justin Fields, a free agent wide you receiver. I'm going to rebuild this offensive line. Skip, I believe I can rebuild the offensive line with the picks that I accumulate from the Texans or somebody trading up to get this kid okay. as opposed to 
to having having Bryce Young and then trying to find a build around him. That's what that's what I would do. Okay. Good luck. Texans job, now looking it. for their fourth <laughs> head was, coach in four years, guys. <laughs> All right. It's prediction time, gentlemen. Will the Horn Frogs shock the Bulldogs <laughs> and the college football world tonight? I cannot wait for this game. No. That's next here on Undisputed. <laughs> All right, tonight, TCU facing Georgia. They are 13-and-a-half-point underdogs in this national championship contest. That's according to Fox Bet Sportsbook. Shannon, prediction time. Who wins and what's the score? Skip, I've done my part. I've got my producer. She went to TCU. She did. I got a 40-yard line seat. You got I, got, I got her a parking pass. How do you swing all this, these seats? How do you get baseline? She, she, a, a, she, she, a, I took oh, care of her, okay. but I told her this is where I got to park. This is where I part with her. I'm right. taking Georgia to close game. I think the game is going to be closer than 13 points. Okay. I'm going to say Georgia win a close one, 31-30. And I'm sorry, Ash, I could, she got go frogs on the, on the bottom. Frogs. I can't go with the go frogs. I'm going to take the Bulldogs <laughs> okay. in a close game. All right, to your point, I feel real good about taking TCU in the points. In fact, I love taking the 13 and a half because Max Duggan will compete and will score. But what? Georgia will pull it out in the end on a late field goal. I got it 34-32 Georgia. Great game. <laughs> You're pretty close. Enjoy the game, All man. right, Horn Frogs versus the Bulldogs. We'll discuss tomorrow morning. We're out of time.